Let's fire them up. All right, we should be live right now. Does everybody got us? If you're in here and you can hear us, let me know. Amazon. What about Amazon? No talk. Not the one. Got it. Man, man's what's up? Best you ninjas, what's up? Dylan, hey, hey. Patrick Green, howdy. Can you guys hear us? Just let me know. I need to make sure the mic is working. What's working? Oh, Kendra's there. Wow. <laughs> How do you like that? We got a whole crew of people in here now. We have Mr. Andrew Hanna over here. We have Buddy Dan over here. So we're gonna what we're gonna do, this was kind of like a last minute thing. There's Buddy Dan. Dan What's here. up, boys? Alex Schmidt power shoot. That's Alex. Alex is that, say thank you. That Alex Schmidt right there. That's where uh Bo Enterprises. No. Is that you? <laughs> Did you write that? What a monkey. But uh, this was kind of a last-minute live type deal. Um, and uh, so what we're going to do is pretty much the main purpose of this is to answer any questions that you guys might have live. What's good, my Sicilian brother? What's going on? Um, it's pretty much anything that you guys want to ask us. I know Spencer gets a lot on his channel, and I get a lot on mine, a lot of questions that we don't always get to to answer all the time. So the main point of this is going to be to uh, – answer any questions you guys might have. Look at him popping up in the back over there. He's like a peeping Tom. Um, so any questions you guys might have for us about anything you guys have seen Spencer in a lot of my videos, his setup, his shop. Uh, that's where I painted the truck or he painted the truck uh, this past winter. Um, so you guys see his setup and what he does. And obviously you guys know who I am. So um, any questions you might have for us, put them up. We'll see him pop up over here and we'll try to answer any of them as best we can. Um, but we're pretty much going to be discussing our 2021 season and what we have going on so far. Um, love the new shop. Thank you. We are loving it. It's uh, it's definitely a huge upgrade for us. And uh, I mean, it's been great so far. Money making Mike G. That's Dirty Jersey. This is how we do it. That's that's his thing. He tries to get me to sing it all the time. But if you were to pick any more, what would you choose? Money doesn't matter. Um, probably for me. I don't know. I'm I'm really loving the Skags this year. I'm really loving what they've done with them, um, and they've come a long way, and they've changed it. If I had to pick one in particular, right now, hands down, I would probably end up going with the um, with the Toro Multi Force, and it's just because all the different attachments and everything you can get for it, and being a single. Um, like a solo operator, I mean, yeah, Billy, but just being smaller and solo like me, it would just be more practical for me to take one hands down. But um, I'll just point out real quick, um, I can hit the show and I can put comments right at the bottom. What you guys are seeing at the bottom right now, uh, that Kendra, that is, uh, that's Spencer's better half. And so I wanted to make sure I highlighted that comment. What are we getting ice cream? Why don't we go for ice cream? So everybody knows what Spencer's doing after this broadcast is over. He's going for ice cream. But I'll let uh, I'll let Spencer um, I'll let Spencer answer this one. Um, Which one, the ice cream one? No, you know, there's no point to answer the there's no point to answer the ice cream one because you already know where you're going and what that's going to lead to. But uh, I'll let Spencer answer. Um, any more money doesn't matter. What would you go with? Any more? I, I don't know. I, I really like our rights 
run the uh, right ZKs, 61-inch. It's just my mower of choice, I guess. Randy did bring up a good point with the Toro multi-force. Uh, I guess if you had an unlimited amount of money, that seems like a nice uh, four-season machine. And I think they're even adding some more attachments to that, which is uh, which is pretty cool. But I, you know, I got a whole fleet of right ZKs, and just uh, that's what we like. So, did you see that uh, that mulch force attachment come out? Sean Spencer did a video on it, yeah, and it's the dump man. Talk about handy. Um, that thing would be great. Little's Lawn Care. Hey guys, Transylvania Turf ZXT. There's a lot of great mowers out there on the market right now. And I mean, as you guys see, I have a couple Skags and I have that Xmark Laser Z, which I'm loving that machine. I wasn't really sure what I'd think about it. Um, I am a big fan of it. It's It's been great so far. So I do love it. Um, but uh, there's so many good options out on the market right now. Everybody's come such a long way with making machines. So um, I think pretty much for me, what it comes down to is first and foremost, it's not so much the brand I'm picking how comfortable it is to be on all day, um, especially being a solo operator and like, except for when I have Billy, I'm on it for a long period of time. I can't just, you know, back and forth. So I need something that's comfortable for me. And uh, and number two is how's it cut? How well can it handle wet grass? Um, you know, when I'm on in this area, you know, it's pretty much until June, grass stays wet till 11, 12 o'clock. So you, you better figure out how to cut wet grass. And if you can't, you're going to be working on nine, 10 o'clock at night every night. So you better figure out how to do it. So you need a mower that can handle it. How do you like the, well, we passed, they're coming through pretty quick. How do you like the two bagger system bagger versus using the accelerator? Oh, hands down. Having a bagging system is, is way better, way better. Um, countryside. When did you, man, they're coming through fast now. We got to catch up. When did you start your business? I started my business in May of 2013. Um, it's actually this people have asked me for what's this say this actually says countryside lawn established 2013 My wife got me this when I first started my business <clears throat> Let's see here is Ferris the most comfortable mower um, I guess it would all depend on what you get. Um, I know their sit downs um, They're pretty much rated number one for their seats and their suspension uh, Ferris just makes a phenomenal seat. They always have yeah, we used to have uh, we used to have Ferris as you ran those the 72 inch uh, mowers i think we've had three three of them we actually had one with the diesel on it at one point and uh they're really comfortable actually we bought one for our fire hall just because that suspension feature which is very it's comfortable but for the professional use uh, we like our stand-ons that's all we run is there any way that i can make this bigger what? oh i can do that but then i don't know if i lose the comments if i do that oh yeah uh exit full screen yeah i lose the comments if i do that so we're gonna take that back down okay um vicky best mowers are the ones that run that's true if you i don't know if you guys have watched uh, mark's misfit world that's vicky's outdoors that's uh mark's better half bow enterprise also when did you open up uh my father started the landscaping company in 1983 he's uh still involved with it today so we're uh, up there 35 plus years <laughs> I'm gonna pop this up just for a second so that when Spencer gets arrested for beating on this kid, there's video proof of why. And he's sitting right to Spencer's right. <laughs> so you might see a little bit of violence because of that one there, but- uh, Will Spencer die? <laughs> <laughs> That's yes. kind of messed up. Yes. I'm gonna try and make a bigger stand on platform for my gravely, the clone stander to your old great Dane. Darn platform is too small and the back half of my feet stick off. Um, I ran a bunch of gravely standers at GIE uh, two years in a row. Um, I 
the thing that I like about Gravely is I like that there's a foot pedal on their standards, like a sit down zero turn. So you can step in that foot pedal and raise the deck up and down. Like if you're about to go over tree roots or anything like that. Um, I really like that feature. That feature is awesome. But from what I hear, even from guys that are in the Gravely Ambassador program, um, not many of them are a fan with the way they cut. I personally don't know. Um, I don't have any experience running them, so I don't know. Um, have you seen DeWalt's new commercial line exclusive at Depot? Um, I don't know if Spencer wants to touch on this, but um, <clears throat> I will touch on this real quick. I see a lot of people posting a lot of stuff about DeWalt's mowers. Um, let me just tell you, okay, Stanley Black & Decker owns DeWalt. They also have recently bought out Cub Cadet. All the DeWalt mowers that you are seeing when they get, they're still Cub Cadet mowers. They're built by Cub Cadet. When they get to the end of the line, instead of having Cub Cadet stickers put on, they're having DeWalt stickers put on. It is the same mower. It's made in the same factory. You're buying a Cub Cadet. So if you're buying a DeWalt, you're buying a Cub Cadet. Um, that's just my opinion. I think DeWalt should stick to power tools and stay out of the mower market, to be honest with you. Um, now, does Spencer have a CDL for that dump truck? of an ass or is he hauling legal? Oh right my here. God. <laughs> I really need to read the names first. On the one I'm talking about is super old, looks identical to your 52 super surfer, just painted red. Oh, I got you. I redid a couple of those great Danes. They're, um, I really like them. I love the way they cut. I love the way they drive, but there's zero suspension. No, that's cool, bro. I'm in the same situation. My father opened up back in 87. We ran fair since then, but this year we are switching to Toro. Yeah, Spencer's family has been in it for a long time. So they are they are definitely not new to this game by any means. Um, they've been doing it a long time. But a bunch of people, I want to touch on something um, before any more questions come in. A bunch of people have commented um, on one of my videos the other day when I had filmed Spencer when I went and got mulch, and he was talking about the amount of mulch um, that they'll probably average around 1,000 yards of mulch put down this year. Um and that is a massive amount of mulch. And a lot of people agreed. And then a lot of people have come and said, is that even possible? And I had some people send me messages and said, you know, I didn't want to write this on the video. I didn't want anyone to take it the wrong way. But, you know, was he serious? Is he really putting down that much? And, and I said, yeah, yeah, he's serious. I mean, that's just what they do. But um, there's a reason for that. And if you guys haven't watched um, his videos on how he puts down mulch, you definitely need to go check them out. But I will let Spencer explain to you, and he's explained this in his videos, and he has explained, he mentioned it briefly on my video, how he's able to put down that mulch and what makes the difference between, you know, doing it the way I do it, as you guys have seen, and then doing it the way he does. And I'll let him explain that to you. Yeah, so we uh, we run a fin bark blower, a five-yard unit, and uh, we're putting down with a two-man crew almost up to 25 yards of mulch a day. We've already taken delivery of uh, 411 yards of mulch this year. That doesn't mean it's been all put down yet, but it will get taken away at some point and used up. And it's only April 10th. That's 411 yards already that we've taken, like I said, delivery of. Um, we have probably 75 yards sitting in our yard right now. Um, mostly on resident, uh, commercial stuff. It's all we've been working on so far. So they got a lot of big beds and stuff. Um, a lot of Big trees and the grass is dead, so they put a lot of mulch down. I have a question for Spencer. How much do you guys dump over at North Point? 
Uh, commercial one property we did over 90 yards. Don't discuss the name of commercial properties. On one one property we did 90 yards of mulch just last week. Um, that's with hand, and they got trees everywhere. So, and uh, yeah, I mean, my side personally, myself, I think I'm up to uh, uh, 160 yards of mulch I put down in about two weeks with a bark blower. Uh, yeah, it's just you're just a machine. Just a machine. Somebody commented and said, how come this isn't a super chat? How's I don't super do chat? super chats. A super chat is when you set it up and you do a live. You can set it up so that in the comment section, there's little, well, on everyone's comment section as they're watching it, there's a little money sign in there. And they can click it and they can donate money. Mm. So they can keep paying money. And the thing with a super chat is when, now don't quote me on this because this is just how it's been explained to me. Um the thing with a super chat is when you donate money, they keep a percentage of it. So only part of it would come to me anyway. The other reason I don't do super chat is because I have never in my videos ever asked anybody for anything and I won't. And it's going to stay that way. I don't want you guys donating money to me. If you guys really want to give me something or give Spencer something, then by all means, send it to us. That's how I end up with like the signs, the new signs have been hanging up in the shop and stuff. People just send them to me and I'm happy to take that stuff, but I will never ask you guys for anything. I'll never ask you for money. Never ask you to send me anything, but people send me stuff all the time. And if they're you know, if they want to send it to me, then that's fine. And, you know, we, I hang up the signs and stuff like that. And people have sent me, excuse me, people have sent me attachments for mowers, like the two wheel kit for the back of the walker MT. Somebody sent me that. I mean, all that stuff's fine, but I don't do the super chats. Uh, just one other thing. We're talking about the mulch. There's a company out of Ohio uh, called Turfscape, I believe it's called. They're a big commercial landscaper who maintenance. A couple of years ago, they said they use up to three Olympic swimming pools full of mulch in their year. I did figure out what the cubic heritage was. It was nuts. But even our local supplier here, they use, uh, I think they said one year they sold 41,000 yards of mulch. To the really? Yeah, just one supplier. <clears throat> it's a lot of mulch. Man, you're not kidding. Let's see here. Um, have you heard about the Walker transmission oil filter yet? Yeah, I heard a little bit about it. I don't know too much. I don't know enough about it to comment on it, but I have heard about it. Um, I don't know. As you guys know, I'm kind of phasing away from walkers. I still stand by what they can do and uh, how they can be fantastic for the right person. It's just that I've my business has shifted to a lot of much bigger properties and I need machines that are a lot more comfortable to be on for that amount of time. I just took on another property um, two days ago that is an estate I mentioned in the video and that property is almost four acres of nothing but grass. So I need I need mowers that are more comfortable, that are a lot faster, and so that's just that's just where it's at for me. So I've been phasing away from walkers. Plus, I'm phasing away from bagging. Um, I went last year. You guys know I've any of you guys been following me for a long period of time. I've been for the last four or five years. I've been trying to work towards a mow truck. That's what I want. I want a box truck. I don't want to pull around trailers anymore. I want to stick everything in it, and that's what I want to do. Um, so I've been trying to get away from bagging, and last year I was able to get away from bagging 100% other than properties that I can dump on site. So I'm planning on doing the same thing again this year. Um, do you want to sell the accelerator for the Toro? No, I do not. Um, Ford or Chevy, good topic for you two. Close her off. No, I don't know. Spencer loves his uh, Fords and I love my Chevy's GMC's, but uh, 
you know, to be honest with you, we love giving each other shit and going back and forth. But at the end of the day, I really don't care what it says on the hood. Um, the vehicle that pulls my trailers, doesn't leave me broke down and pushes the snow and makes me money. You guys leaving? Take it easy, gentlemen. Make sure you bring dinner back for us. Uh, but uh, but the, the one that, you know, gets me, gets the work done, then they all have problems. They all have their issues. Um, it doesn't really matter what the emblem on the hood is. Every one of them has their own issues. So, um it just it is what it is dirty hands clean money love the shirt oh yeah i had a hat that says support blue collar that came from the same company troll clothing company but as many of you know billy took that hat and i haven't seen it since <laughs> randy you're far from a charity case well thank you i appreciate it that's alan from uh big sky lawn care he actually sent billy a bunch of bags of taco sunflower seeds last year and uh we thoroughly enjoyed them and for the record we're out Dodge. Uh oh. I'd, I'd consider a Dodge. I think I would. Cons we have a Chevy right now that I know, and uh, I'm not really a big fan of. I'd consider a Dodge next. I think before uh, another GM. Just I think the way the frames are coded up with the uh, what do they call it, the E code or something like that. Oh yeah. And the Ford's got it too. The solid front axle. And uh, yeah, I just I think I in the Cummins for one. I like the Cummins. Yeah. And the price point on the Rams seemed a little bit better. A lot of guys. I like the Cummins if it's the 12 valve, not the 24. I think they screwed up when they went to the 24 valve Cummins. The 12 valve is where it was at. What's up, fellas? Sean and Savannah, Spencer Longcare. You guys know who he is. Uh, let me mention real quick Spencer put out a quick little video, uh, what, about an hour and a half, two hours ago? Yeah, about 5 30. Spencer is almost at a thousand subscribers, okay? His channel is Bow Enterprises. A lot of you guys already know that, but if you don't, Go check him out. Um, he's been in a ton of my videos. You guys should know who he is by now. Um, but go check him out. He is almost at a thousand subscribers. So all you have to do is um, go to any one of his videos and type in what is it? Um, giveaway 2021, I think. Giveaway 2021. 21 giveaway. Or 2021 or giveaway. Just anything along those lines. Um, write video. it in the comments in any one of the videos and you'll be entered to win. As soon as he hits a thousand subscribers, he's giving away a t-shirt and a hat from his company, Bow Enterprises. Any video that I put, I posted a video today and any video from today and beyond that, any new videos I put up is where it's going to be valid. Um, okay. So not any old not, videos? No old videos, anything from today, the 10th of April and on. Uh, I'm giving away a t-shirt and a hat, and the uh, winner is going to be random. You can enter as many times as you want. One entry per video, though, so, you know, can't go twice and whatnot. So then a random winner be chosen. Good deal. It's funny. Sean's on here. We were just talking about Sean a few minutes ago because somebody had asked what mower, if I could pick one mower and only one mower, and I had to, uh, you know, price isn't a concern. And I said the uh, Toro Multiforce. And I mentioned the new mulch force, which any of you guys that have watched Sean's videos, you've seen the videos he's done on that. That thing is just awesome. And uh, But if you guys haven't, you don't know what I'm talking about, go over to Spencer Longcare and check out his videos he's done recently on the um, on the Toro Multi-Forces they have and on the mulch force attachment they have for doing mulch. That thing is pretty awesome. 
Spencer, how do you put up with that guy <laughs> sitting there with you? Oh, speaking of Dow, he just sent me a banner. He had a banner made for me of his lawn care company. Oh. And it just came in the mail yesterday or the day before. So I have to get that hung up too. Uh, like I mentioned earlier, you know, people just, you know, they send me banners. Uh, I got the ones from Skag. I got the one from Chevy. That Chevy one, people have asked me, that actually came from the dealership that I bought my truck. They saw the video and they sent me that Chevy banner. That's where that came from. Um, Steele sent me the one that I have hanging over there. I showed it in another video. Monster sent us the other one for the uh, the three foot by 10 foot monster lawn care over there, or not lawn care, uh, monster energy drink. Um, they sent us that. So a bunch of people sent us some. Um, I believe Cujo and Fence Armor and Comfort Trim are all sending them, I believe. Um, Alex from PowerShoot is going to be sending me uh, he's having a banner made for me. He's going to be sending me one. Dow Gentry, uh, he sent me one from his lawn care company. So I know I mentioned before, and guys have asked me, what if I get one made with my company on it? Yeah, by all means, send it. We'll, we'll hang them up. I just said that I wasn't doing the T-shirt thing, and that's because everybody's already done it. Um, so people wanted to send in T-shirts of their company and wanted me to make a wall of them. Everybody's already done it, and I don't like doing the same stuff as everybody else. So when I say, I feel like this is cutting us off, like – I mean, I don't want to sit here and hug you, so I'm not going to get that close to you so that we're both in it. But yeah, especially during COVID. Yeah, it's COVID. We don't want to do that. We appreciate that. Yeah, definitely, Sean Savannah. Go check their videos out, and you'll see what I mean by that that mulch force. That thing is pretty amazing. Uh, Brandon's Lawn Care. What's up, Brandon? Let's see here. I'm sending you a Ford one, Randy. By all means, definitely do that because it gets cold here. This is Western New York, and it gets cold here in the winter, and I need fire starter. I need something to keep us warm here, so definitely send that Ford one. I was hoping somebody was going to chime in with that. What's something else that you don't like that we can get you a banner for? I'm going to – you send a Ford one, it's going to Spencer. So just so you know. Anybody uh, got a DeWalt banner? He's a big fan of DeWalt. We can get one of those in here. Oh, uh, I don't know if I mentioned it to you guys. I've showed it to I showed it to Spencer a picture of it, but Milwaukee, Milwaukee. I wish I could get Milwaukee to sponsor me. I probably have more Milwaukee tools than anybody that is in that does lawn care on YouTube. But there are a bunch of guys on YouTube that actually are sponsored by Milwaukee, and um, and they send them tools and stuff all the time. They don't send me anything. And I show Milwaukee tools and all this stuff. However, there is a Milwaukee banner coming my way. Um, it is two foot by eight foot long, and it's pretty awesome. And uh, I can't wait to uh, I can't wait to get that in. So that is coming. I wish they would sponsor, or, uh, sponsor me, though, and send me some Milwaukee tools. But, yeah, if anybody's got DeWalt one, send it. By all means, I'll give it right to Spencer. <sighs> I just dumped energy drink all over myself. Maybe it's camera. giving me too much energy. All on camera. All on camera. Looking for work, Chuck. I've heard a lot about Ram, this Ford, this Chevy, that. What do you guys think? Um, like I just mentioned a minute ago, they all have their issues. They all have their pluses. They all have their negatives. Um, I, I love my Chevys and my GMCs, but trust me, I've sunk just as much money into them as any other vehicle. Spencer loves his Fords. You know, he's had to repair tons of stuff on them. We know guys that have Dodges that have. You know, they put a lot of money in them. And you guys know my favorite YouTube channel out of everybody that I watch is Andrew Camarada. Always has been. <laughs> um, and Andrew has Dodge. He loves his Dodge Ram trucks. And he pounds the snot out of those Dodge Ram trucks. And they last. I mean, he tows freaking full-size excavators with a Dodge 2500 diesel. This is probably extremely illegal. 
and he does all the time. He goes bahound down these freaking two-mile-long stone driveways in Hudson Valley, New York, and they just last for him. So, you know, it's a little bit of everything. Um, I don't do it, Randy, but all you have to do is email them. They have a program for influencers. Oh, you're talking about Milwaukee, Sean? That would be great. Andrew is the best. Yeah, I love Andrew Camerata. He's, uh, I don't know, some of the stuff he does, just it's, to me, it's more entertainment than anything, but he always makes it work. It would happen to your podcast triggered. Um, it's definitely coming back. As a matter of fact, uh, Spencer's brother, Aaron, contacted me the other day, and he has a bunch of ideas for podcasts, and he wants to uh, he wants to do a bunch of podcasts when things slow down. But um, podcasts, just, they take a lot of time. They really do. And I just haven't had time to do them. I'm trying. Everybody wants videos, and um, the season has started, so I'm trying to put out videos as best I can. I have a goal this year. I would really, um, it might sound unrealistic, but if I could finish this year off between 25,000 and 30,000 subscribers, that would be ideal for me. I'm sitting, I think at like 16,500, right around that area now, a little over 16,000. But if I could finish the year off at 25,000 to 30,000 subs, uh, that would be ideal. So, um, YouTube, everybody asks me all the time, what's the trick to YouTube? What's the secret? And uh, there isn't one. And, you know, Sean, he's probably the biggest channel on here. He can tell you he's way beyond me. Um, he can tell you YouTube is all about consistency. Um, it's putting up videos on a regular basis. And if you can actually schedule them to be the exact time every day that you put them up, um, that helps out. It triggers YouTube's algorithms and they start taking your video and throwing it in suggestion feeds of other channels. I mean, it's YouTube's all about consistency and sometimes I just can't make that happen. But, uh, but that's what I'm really trying to do. So the podcast will come out um, and there will be more podcasts or just, it's just not happening right now. You got this, brother. Absolutely. Consistency is key. Yeah. See, Sean will tell you. I mean, that's, that's the biggest thing with YouTube. It's all about being consistent. There's there's no secret. There's no trick. But uh, so I want to talk to you. A lot of you guys have asked me lately because you asked if I, I filmed the other day in a video. Um, I was having issues with the power shoot on the walk behind. Turns out the issue with the power shoot on the walk behind is because uh, – well, it's because of me, let's just be honest. <laughs> and I, I put one of those blue connectors in there and I know better than to use those things. They're junk, but uh, it's uh, just, it's wire, just- Wire tap? Yeah, it, I shouldn't have done it and I should have known better. I did know better, but I just, I did it anyway. So that was the issue. And I ended up um, taking it apart when I got back here to the shop and I put it together the right way and I soldered it and now it works perfectly fine. But I am switching it to the foot pedal excuse me, and I am switching the V-Ride to the foot pedal because Billy won't stop asking me for the foot pedal because the V-Ride is pretty much his mower and he ran it with the grass flap last year. So he wants the, um, so he wants the, uh, the foot pedal for the power shoot on there. So I got a hold of Alex at power shoot. Um, and a lot of people have a great night, fellas. You too, Sean, Savannah. Thank you for uh, for stopping in. I was actually, this was a last minute thing, so I was going to be surprised if we got over 25 people and we have 48 in here right now. So that's awesome. Um, hit that thumbs up because that, that actually helps put this out and suggest it by YouTube to more people that uh, 
hit the thumbs up on it. But um, but yeah, so those are getting switched over to the foot pedal. Um, a lot of people have contacted me and said they've contacted PowerShoe. Um, he also, Alex is also making um, quick release now for the power shoes if you want to take them off and put a bagging system on, it's just a pin and you can pop them right, unplug it, pop them right off and then throw your bag around, do whatever you want, super simple. Um, the guy's just doing amazing things with that company. So definitely check that out. I don't know if you caught that or not, but the wife wants to know how your Hamburg was. There's an, I mean, I think I mentioned there's an awesome food place right here next to my shop and it's killing me. It's really bad for me. Spencer's breaking my chairs over here. Um, but, uh, dude, Andrew has so much equipment. He sure does. I just followed you. Jim's landscape. Uh, bye, Spencer Longcare. You got a chance to ride around on the new Valky today? Do, do, do. We'll pop that up. You got a chance to ride around on the new Valky today? How'd you like it? If so, um, I did, and let me just uh, mention in here, I was wrong. The Jungle Gyms does not spin 360 like I thought it was. It was the Velky, the one made by Velky, which is made by Ed Wright. That's the one that spins 360. I screwed up. That was my mistake. But that being said, um, the fact that it doesn't spin 360 doesn't bother me. The only time you'd want to do that is if you step off it when you back up, and I don't step off Velkies when I back up. I stay right on them. I've been doing it for years. If you're not careful, you can snap an ankle. I've definitely almost done that a few times, um, but it's not uh, it, it's not an issue for me at all, and so I don't need it to be um, I don't need it to be uh, able to spin around 360. How was your weekend going, Jim? They're asking other people, not us. They don't care about how our weekend is. <laughs> Yo, from Westtown, New York. Where's Westtown, New York? I don't know. Out near Syracuse. Take a look on the map. I'm not really sure. West. <clears throat> so questions, guys. You have a lot of questions that you uh, pop up on our videos all the time, and we don't always get to them. So if you guys have any questions, um, by all means, Hudson Valley. Yeah, that's pretty close to. That's right near Andrew Camarada then because that's where he's at. City. Andrew's in Hudson Valley. Yeah, too far from the city. Yeah, I'm not sure how far that is from us. It's got to be a good six hours, right? Six hours east of us. Five hours, five and a half hours. Is it? Yeah, yeah that's 334 about, miles. That's a little haul for us. Okay, okay. <laughs> how is your weekend going, guys? My weekend's going fantastic. I had my brother work with me this morning. Billy worked with me. We knocked out a, uh, a quick cleanup that we did across the street from one of my customers. We did a cleanup for him last year. We knocked it out this morning. Then I had to go visit Spencer here because I picked up a new one uh, for mowing, uh, spring and fall cleanup, and they wanted mulch. And it wasn't even a full yard of mulch, but they wanted their mulch beds cleaned out. They just took the house over. They had red mulch in it. They wanted it all out of there and black mulch put in. So I went and did that and then came back here and put that new Velky together. Um, and then, uh, and then apparently my wife bought another vehicle today. She bought a 2021 Honda Palisade. That thing is awesome. What a nice vehicle. It's like the whole dash from driver's side to passenger is all digital. It has two sunroofs in it, third row seating. They're all heated and air conditioned seating. It has the heads up display. I mean, this thing is just decked right out. What a beautiful SUV. But uh, so we had to go and do that. And then I had to get back here to the shop and get set up with all this camera stuff and the microphone and everything before Spencer got here. Um, 
So it's been a pretty crazy day for me. How's your weekend been, Spencer? Oh, it's been pretty good. I was uh, doing a couple things at work today. I had this guy show up. needed mulch. It's always texting me, need mulch. I had a little mop. Let's note that I'm always texting him because I usually have to wake him up or I have to get him to stop playing snuggle. I was up earlier. Come and get me mulch. 7.30. It was one time, all right? Just trying to enjoy my weekend. I usually text him when I pass. If I bring the donuts, I can come too. When I pass his better halves house, I usually text him and tell him to quit playing kissy face and come and get me mulch. It was one time, all right? One of these times, she's going to text me and tell me to leave him alone. Mm. After COVID, we'll have to have you out for an elk hunt. And if Spencer brings donuts, he can come too. Randy's the one who brings the donuts. I'm in. <laughs> I am in for that elk hunt. Definitely. I am game. I will be there uh, after COVID. As far as I'm concerned, it's not even here. <laughs> no, I know it's very real, and we're not even going to debate that. We're not going to get into that stuff, but uh, it doesn't slow me down or bother me. My weekend is going pretty good, about to light up and crack open a bud. Okay. Man, you guys are making my weekend sound useless. <laughs> we don't always have this productive weekends. I'm lying. We do. We always have something going on, whether we're working and actually, you know, working in our businesses, we're always doing something like, it's kind of funny because it, you know, sometimes I have to, uh, Sometimes I have to explain to people, they think if I'm not out mowing or doing mulch or something like that, that I'm not working, but they don't understand that doing the business or working on the equipment and stuff like that, that is working. You know, if I don't maintain this equipment, keep the blades sharpened, keep the, the deck scraped, the oil chains, keep all this stuff going, I can't do the stuff that I'm supposed to do during the week. So when I'm working in the shop, you know, that's part of the business. That's that's still working. Why doesn't Kendra just buy your old truck? That's your brother. I know. It Why doesn't... don't you just buy it, you cheapskate? Yeah, right. Ryan says, hi, Spencer. What Ryan is that? Is that your other brother? No. Oh. Oh. Oh, I know Ryan. He drives the Dodge. That oh, Ryan. Ryan. He drives the Dodge. Okay. It's junk. <laughs> it ain't junk. It's junk. Can buy what truck? Remove her from the chat. Why doesn't she buy your... Uh, SG Ninjas. Hi, guys. What's up, man? Why doesn't um, she buy your other... Spencer just bought a new Ford. You haven't even showed that in the video yet, have you? No, it's not video content for me. Uh, Spencer just bought another Ford, and it's a white one, just like his other one, which I've shown in my videos. Um, but he just bought another one, a newer one. And it is a very nice truck. And it's the only time I'm going to say that on camera. But um, it is a very nice truck, and uh, he works hard. He deserved it. So... Um, but he has this other one, which is for sale if anybody wants to buy it. I might already have it sold. Really? Yeah. I just cleaned it up today. Working on getting that ready to be listed. Really? You should. That's why you were cleaning it out earlier when I stopped to bug you for mulch? Yeah, I was going to clean it. I need to clean it anyway. Take pictures of it to list it. But I uh, I got a buyer on the line. Nice. You have to uh, – wait, he's actually paying you for it? Yeah. You don't have to pay him to take it. No, no. Okay, I just wasn't sure. I figured I'd it's not one of them GM products where you got to pay for them to take it away. It's nice having a fridge right here. Free fridge, matter of fact. Yeah, it is a free fridge. It only took me two hours to disinfect it and clean it. But if you guys remember that interview that I did 
with Spencer in his shop. His dad popped in the video and he tried to pawn off a fridge that was sitting behind us. At the time, I didn't have this shop and he'd been trying to pawn it off on me for like a week. And uh, not just you, he tried to pawn it off. On yeah, anybody, anybody that would take it. So when I got the shop, I text Spencer and said, hey, is your old man still trying to get rid of that fridge? Because I'll take it. So uh, it was pretty rough looking, but it still worked perfectly fine. It still does. So um, Billy and I cleaned it out and uh, there it is. What I miss, Ben napping. He must be on duty. <laughs> That's what those guys do in those cruisers. They sleep a lot. Got it up on the laptop right now. Uh, right, no, so him and Kendrick can match Matt, whips. Matt's asking if it's a 250. No, it's an F-150. Why doesn't Kendrick just buy your old truck? She showed. Ryan says, hi, Spencer. Hi, guys. It's junk. Right, so him and Kendrick can have matching whips. Yeah, I haven't heard a vehicle called a whip in a long time. Spencer has junk in that trunk. Oh, again, Andrew it's again. Andrew the big dumb idiot ham. I'll take the new one, Aaron. Yeah, she will. The new one is definitely nicer. What I miss, Ben, where did that? The previous tenant get all their junk out of there yet? You do anything upstairs yet? Um, no, um, they did not get the rest of their stuff out of there. As far as I'm concerned, they forfeited it. Um, I'm going to have a dumpster set here, and that's where it's all going to go. Um, so I already talked to the landlord and the landlord said, do what you got to do. So that's what's going to happen with that. Um, but do anything with the upstairs? No, I didn't. And I have no intentions of it right now. If I do end up buying the building, then I will deal with the upstairs. Then my truck is nicer than both of Spencer's. Oh, there's buddy Dan. You know, buddy Dan said yesterday, he said, if the truck doesn't shake at 45, I don't want it. Really? Yep. If the truck doesn't shake at 45. Well, I don't know. Last I saw, his truck that we painted over the winter was covered in mud. And somebody commented on Facebook, is that from when you buried it? <laughs> so did he bury that truck that I just didn't hear about? Or he's just not letting people know? Or Well, yeah, he buried it. It's two-wheel drive. You basically hit a little patch of mud and the thing's stuck in the freaking weeds. <laughs> <laughs> oh, did you hear that, buddy, Dan? That thing's buried. Wondering what machine Spencer uses to edge the mulch beds. Uh, we use a combination depending on what we're working on. Uh, we use the steel, uh, what is it, the bed redefiner. Yeah. We use that for some stuff and then uh, just edge and shovels, really. We've never found a tool that really worked great for edging beds. Uh, most of the time, the dirt seems to be too wet. You know, we had the, uh, the brown bed edger, just gets clogged up with mud, especially when we're using it in the springtime. It's always just too wet. This year has been uh, it's been different. It's been super dry, and we've only rained like twice this year. So we've been using that bed redefiner a lot. But if you want a real crisp edge, that bed redefiner is not what you're looking for. No, it's not. I have the uh, bed redefiner, the combi attachment for my Cam 131, and uh, I use that. If it's dry, good. But if it's like Spencer said, if there's a little, even a little moisture in it, it just clumps up, mm -hmm. and uh, it just makes more of a mess. Um, I very rarely use it. I've had it for a couple of years and uh, I very rarely use it. I pretty much hand edge everything. I have a half moon edger and uh, I kind of made it. I found the half moon edger because I don't like any of the new ones that are out. I found it at a barn sale and uh, I got that, but the handle was broke. I got a new handle for it, put it on and then Paul Camara sent me a D handle. If you guys, I mean, 
everybody's got to know who Paul Kamara is. But if you don't, go on Instagram and you'll see um, what he does and what he uses. And he makes a bunch of videos using his Half Moon Bed Edger. Um, and so I use the same thing. And he sent me a nice metal uh, D handle to put on the end. And that's what I use for everything. But I can do it a lot faster that way. Um, and then I have an actual like um, the edging shovels. They're like just kind of narrow, the rectangular shape. And I have it on a long pole and I just stab it in, kick, stab in, kick. And I go along the edge and then I just real fast along the edge and clean it up. So I'm, I'm pretty anal about crisp, clean edges on flower beds. Um, but I slope the mulch down to the point. A lot of people bring it right up to the top. I don't like that for two reasons. One, I don't think it looks good. And two, um, when I'm doing weekly mowing, I always re-edge all the flower beds with the string trimmer. I just tip it up on edge and I just, I keep it crisp all the way around. And if you bring the mulch right up to the top, all you're doing is hitting that mulch and just throwing that mulch everywhere. So the whole point of the bed edge is to have the bed edge straight up and down so that nothing grows out into the bed. So when you fill it back with mulch, you've just defeated the purpose. Right. The sun's supposed to dry that edge that's straight up and down. And when it dries it, it won't let any growth happen. And then, eventually turn in the bed so it's a waste to fill it up i see all the time and even like the mulch volcanoes around trees i don't know why people do that or they just don't know any better or what the deal with that is but that's definitely not right yeah that drives me crazy and somebody mentioned when i showed that video of mulching uh i think i titled the thumbnail mulching with comedians or something i had billy with me and i had my nephew mm -hmm. with me um and somebody mentioned in that video uh why do we volcano the trees um, the reason being when I took that property over, they were already like that. Um, and then there was also like five inches of mulch in all the flower beds and around all the trees. Um, the first year that I remulched that property, we pulled all that mulch out of there. Um, I don't believe in laying mulch any more than about two inches roughly, um, thick, um, for a number of reasons, which I've explained in videos, but, uh, we took all it out of there and I suggested to the property owner that, um, I should, we should dig that down cut a new ring around those trees, get a nice crisp edge, and then lay that mulch flat in there. He didn't want to pay to do it. It's a lot of work, so I wasn't just going to do it um, if he wasn't going to pay for it. But there's a lot of people I see that they lay, and especially when I take over new properties, you a lot of people put four or five inches of mulch in. And uh, the main purpose of the mulch, other than the look, is it's supposed to break down over the winter. And if you lay it too thick, it doesn't break down. And you'll know when you go back in the spring, and you go to rough up that mulch that's there, it'll break off in chunks. And if you flip it over, it'll be white on the bottom. That's mold. And that's because the mulch couldn't break down, air couldn't get to it, it couldn't breathe. And uh, it's, it's just bad. A lot of people do that. Yeah, that's why we like our bark blower because we uh, yeah. we can just put a real thin coat on. These beds are you know maintained by somebody else most of the time before unless we put it in. And when you bury those things too deep, it's just not good. It, like you said, it needs to break down. So if we can just add a little bit of color and touch it up a little bit, that's all we're looking to do, not yeah. pile on inches. I and mean, when we put a new landscaping in, we put about three inches. Mm -hmm. And then after that, it's like one inch, one inch every year. And it, that's what we do. Fine. Mm -hmm. And, you know, when you see these volcanoes, Rain talked about cleaning that up. I don't even know. I mean, that's pretty extensive to clean those up. Um, what happens is the roots and the trees end up growing upward and around the the trunk of the tree and they'll eventually wrap around it and end up suffocating it. Um, and the only way that I've ever seen them kind of fix that is they come in with a big air compressor and they will literally blow away everything that's mulch and dirt around those trees. And they have to go through and cut all the roots back out. And I mean that, I don't know. 
who knows how much that's going to cost to fix. Yeah, that's a lot of work. I mean, I've done a bunch of them in the past, but there are ones where I dug down around it and the roots hadn't come up through. Um, and so I was able to get down lower and it was just mostly some dirt and mulch that was up volcanoed up to a peak like that. Um, and whoever planted the tree definitely planted it low enough how it should be. So it wasn't up above and they didn't just you know, like half plant the ball and then bring the dirt up. It was down where it should be. So, um, it was just digging down and pulling all that away and then cutting a ring around it. And, but it's still, even at just that, it's a lot of work. Did people stop commenting or did we uh, lose the comments here? No, we just got another one. When is Randy Seamless. Nearing doing a podcast? Did he text her and set that up? I don't um, know. Z-Boss, right types of trucks, Fords, yep. When is Randy and Aaron doing a podcast? Aaron uh, messaged me the other day and he has a bunch of ideas for podcasts. Um, so he said when the season slows down, he'd like to get with me and we can do a bunch of podcasts. So I told him I am all for that. Um, we can do as many as he wants, two of them, three of them, hundred of them. I don't care. We can do whatever he wants. As long as we have topics to keep it interesting. That's all I care about because if you don't, then nobody's going to listen or pay attention to him. So, um, I'm sure Aaron has tons of ideas. Um, he's very knowledgeable and he has a lot of, uh, I think he has a lot to offer for different podcasts about the industry. So, um, definitely a lot of ideas. So that's when we're going to do that. And, uh, Eric Whelan, it was, it wasn't buried. It just got a little stuck. I believe you had to leave the truck there because you couldn't get it out and had to get somebody else to come pull you out. Cause he's got the thing stuck so bad. He came back the next day. Did he really? Yeah. Well, I am out. Y'all take care and Spencer keep Randy out of trouble. That's a full-time job. <laughs> Thanks, Dow. I appreciate it, and I appreciate that banner, and uh, I'm going to get that hung up within the next day or two here, and I will show it in a video so you guys can see it. How does Spencer like your new shop? Uh, well, yeah, I mean, from what he came out of, that little tiny uh, garage he was working out of, this is definitely a huge upgrade. I think the biggest thing he's going to like is being able to uh, back his open trailer right in the shop and not have to unload every day. What a hassle that is. I mean, I, that's why we buy enclosed trailers. Because we don't like, we don't want to do that. We don't want to be on hooking every day. That's just not very efficient. Yeah, definitely not. And that is definitely one of my favorite things. I mean, you got, well, you guys can't see it, but a truck and trailer are in here right now, backed in here with all the mowers right on it. And that's one of the best things is backing right in. And it's actually, believe it or not, and I didn't think it would be, I've had the enclosed in here too. It's easier to back my enclosed trailer in here than it is my open trailer. Um, the open trailer is actually wider than my enclosed trailer. Um, the only reason I'm not running my enclosed, I mean, and you guys have followed me for a period of time know that I usually run the enclosed in the spring and the fall. As soon as summertime hits, I go right to the open trailer. Um, just because in the past I've had a lot of vapor locking issues. I'll go to start a mower or a weed whack or a backpack blower and they just won't start. You unscrew the cap and it goes and lets off all the air. Screw the cap back on and they fire right up. That's vapor lock. So I've had a lot of issues with that, even though I put new vents in the enclosed trailer. Um, so that's why I run the open in the summer. But I like working off the open trailer a lot better. But like Spencer said, that, that's a huge pain in the ass. Um, every day in the morning, you know, 15, 20 minutes loading everything up. And then same thing at the end of every day. Um, it's just a huge pain in the butt. So um, definitely not having to do that is great. Also at my house, my driveway is very limited. I have a 36 foot travel trailer camper. So every summer that's in the driveway, both trucks are in the driveway. My wife has 
Now she has three cars because she bought another one today. So those are in the driveway. It's very limited. We just bought my daughter a car. Um, so her cars will be in the driveway. So to come to this and get everything out of there has been great. And to not have to load and unload every night. And one of the other the best things about it is I can now leave work at work and home at home. So at the end of the day, I come here, I back in, close the door, jump in the other truck and go home. And so I can keep them separated and keep my driveway open. And the garage is open now, which my wife loves because she has her tread climber, her elliptical, and her treadmill all in there. And she likes that now, and it's not pushed off to the side with mowers in there. So what are we missing here? Cody uh, is asking if you plan on trying out the 30-inch Skag mower. I'm thinking that's probably that walk-behind one. It is. It, it's like a push mower with the 30-inch. Um, no, not unless they send me one. Um, I have my Toro Time Master 30, which um, I absolutely love as far as a push mower goes. But um, I just uh, I'm I'm getting away from push mower, and that's why I bought the 36. So I now have only one property where I actually need a push mower for, and I think I found a way to get the 36 in the backyard. And it's pretty much come down to if I can't find a way to get the 36 in there, then I'm dropping that account. I'm not taking on anything anymore that requires a push mower. So if I can't get my 36 in your backyard or wherever a gate area is, I'm just not taking them on anymore. Uh, in terms of, I know you asked me about it. <clears throat> uh, yeah, we don't, we don't run anything that small. Um, we're trying to stay at everything 30, uh, geez, 61 and bigger. We do have a 36 inch uh, standard. We bought for just keeping it one property and didn't end up working out. But yeah, we, we're just 61s <laughs> above. And if we can't mow it, if it's too, uh, too small for a mower, we end up just weed whacking it, some islands and stuff. Hardly ever pull our push mowers off. Um, this is a good one for you. I've actually considered doing this in the past. I'm going to bring this up. Um, what are your thoughts on installing water features? Would either of you consider offering them if you were asked about them by a customer? I have installed water features in ponds. I've put in ponds and I've installed like small waterfalls and uh, little spouts um, in ponds. I've done very limited um, work with that in the past, but um, that is that stuff's always fascinated me. And one day I might decide to kind of go in that direction and do more of that. I really like that stuff, but um, I've never really gotten into it. And it's just because I'm not that knowledgeable about it. And I think that you should be before you take that stuff on. I don't think, you know, mowing's one thing. If you're not really that good at mowing patterns and figuring out the best ways to mow thick grass, short grass, so on and so forth, you can learn that on the fly. Um, but when you're messing with water features, that stuff gets really expensive for a customer to have that done. I think you should really you know, be somewhat knowledgeable about it before you break into it. But um, I think Spencer has done a bunch of that, and he can touch on that. Uh, you know, we really don't do a whole lot of that stuff, to be honest with you. Um, we do – we're kind of getting into uh, gas fire pits and fireplaces and stuff. But most of the time, we leave most of those big connections for a plumber. We'll hire a plumber as a sub to do the connections. We'll run the – the conduit like for electrical you know inside of a, a pillar or something inside of a wall um but running the wire making the hookup we leave that to the professionals for that kind of stuff we did do a, a waterfall feature last year but that was on one of our own our own property so i remember you did that full video of that the one in ellicottville yeah awesome but awesome then we, that wasn't a customer's property so it was like we just kind of worked at it and and so when a problem arose, we didn't have a solution to it. We figured something out. So I know there's guys that do them, and they talk about making $600 profit off them and getting them done in a day. I right. don't know. Is there a market for that in our area? I don't know. Not, probably not. Not too no, much. Maybe closer there's, there's, to Amherst, Buffalo, probably. There's, there's people that just do ponds. 
Yeah. There's a pond place around here. That's all they do. So I'll leave that for them. Hey, guys. Hope all are well. Randy, your shop and repaint color came awesome. Yeah. Yeah, definitely did. Thank you. I appreciate that. My brother did a great job. You guys know I hate painting. So it was nice to have my brother do that. I hate that we have to look at work equipment all the time. Yeah, that was just never ending when you work out of your house. Um, let's see here. I'm going to put Alex's comment up here because that's definitely, I mean, that's by far one of the most important things about coming to this shop. I uh, was just going to say that's the best part. You separate your work and personal life. Absolutely. Um, you know, it's just it, when you're just combining work and home, it's just sometimes it just, you get overloaded and it's like you never get away from it. And, uh, you know, that was one of my main reasons for starting my business was to um, be able to spend more time with my family. Um, I'm going to put this question up here on the screen. This is for Buddy Dan. If he's still watching, I will let him answer that one in the comments. <laughs> the dually is a toxic subject, guys. I wanted a dually my entire life. Um, this is the first dually I've ever bought for the first three years. It was phenomenal. I never to put a penny into it other than stuff I wanted to do to it. And then the last year and a half or so, that thing has just completely terrorized me. And I just, it's a touchy subject. But Buddy Dan, which is the guy you've seen, he was here in the beginning of this video. Um, Eric is his name in the comments there. Um, he says he's got an answer. So uh, we'll see. Thanks for answering, guys. Um, how's finding a dually? Uh, how do you deal how do you deal with customers that don't understand pricing? Like someone who thinks it should be 15 to mow their lawn when it should be around 60. Um, sim, um, I'll just pop this one up there uh, for any of you guys didn't hear me read that off. Um, I Okay, when you're starting off, and, and I'm sure everybody goes through this, um, but you're, you're kind of taking, you'll let people beat you down um, because you're taking on anything that you can. Um, I, it took me a couple of years, but I got to the point where I don't deal with it anymore. Um, you just, you got to be firm and you have to, you have to know your worth and you have to know your numbers. I preached that on and on. You really have to know your numbers, whether you're a small business, a big business, you really need to know your numbers. Um, and I've done entire videos on that. You can go back. I'm not going to get all into that, but um it's just when I go to a customer and I give them a price and they're saying, you know, let's say I just bid a lawn for $40 and I'm like, oh, you know, I really wish you'd do it for 30. They'll say, my last guy did it for 30. You know, well, where's your, where's your last guy now? Where's he at? Uh, why isn't he here? But, um, you know, I just tell them, you just be very polite about it. I'm like, well, I'm sorry. You know, that's the price. Um, if you change your mind any time or you're interested, feel free to give us a call. And that's what it is. I stand firm. I don't let them beat me down. Um, you know, I just look at it like this. They don't walk into the grocery store and negotiate the price of a gallon of milk with the cashier. The price is what it is. And it shouldn't be any different for us. Um, it is what it is. You either, you know, you accept the price or you move on. And as long as you're doing good work and as long as you're, you're doing what you say you're going to do. Your phone's always going to ring. You want to touch on that at all? Yeah, I just walk away at this point. I mean, people are going to try to down or take get the lower price, but at this point, it's not even worth it. No, you get what you pay for. Um, your brother commented. We'll just throw that up there real quick, no water uh, just so you can see his pretty face. <laughs> no water features. That's Spencer's brother. He says absolutely no water features. If you guys heard me talk earlier um, I said, about don't do Aaron wants to uh, do some podcasts with me, that's Aaron right there. That's Spencer's brother. Good evening, fellas. How you doing? Have you all had a customer fire you and then call you back? If so, how did that conversation go? Um, 
yes, I did one time. They didn't really fire me. Um, they just, you know, they didn't tell me, hey, don't come back. You're fired or anything like that. Um, they just, uh, you know, they've told me, you know, I found a new lawn service for this year, you know, going into the next year. Um, I, I've had it happen a couple times. Um, we found a new guy this year. We're going to go with a new lawn service. And, you know, I just stay polite and stay professional. Um, you know, I just tell him, okay, well, you know, thank you for all the work you've provided me. We greatly appreciate it. If you have any needs in the future, by all means, feel free to give us a call. And then I've had them call me back, not all the time, but they're just not happy with, you know, the new people that they have there. And nine times out of 10, it's because of price. Um, it's almost always because of price. Uh, as long as you're doing what you say you're going to do and, and you show up and um, you're reliable, um, if somebody goes with uh, somebody else, it's, it's almost always because of price. So um, a lot of times they find out that that cheaper price is for a reason and uh, they're not happy. And I don't know. Yeah, we've had some long-term customers that have done that. They went with somebody else and then uh, they wanted to come back one year after this other company was mowing the lawn and doing their landscape. And we had been doing it for years. So our guys knew the property. We had the same crew and uh, they were acting all nice and they really, you know, you guys have nice equipment and all this other stuff and you're really likely to come back. And like, yeah, we're still doing the property now, but is buddy Dan Frigg. That's a 110% every time <laughs> that guy is totally frigged. That's a big 10 for you, big crazy bastard. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Alan from Big Sky. All right, fellas. Great live chat, and we'll hit Randy up for the donuts. Have a good evening, boys. Thanks, Alan. I appreciate it. Um, so true what you guys are saying. Never underbid yourself quality over quantity. Um, yes, absolutely. Um, what I can what I can say to that is you got to know your worth and uh, just stick to your prices. Like I said, if you're one of the biggest things I hear all the time is either people don't show up or um, they're just they show up on a Monday to mow and then the next week it'll be a Thursday, then the week after that it'll be a Wednesday, then it'll be a Friday. Um, I, I keep everybody on the same day every week and I, I tell them right up front when I take on a new customer. You'll be the same day every week. That way you can plan your events around me. If you have pets, you can make sure the dog poop is picked up before I get there. Um, excuse me. And I tell them, you know, if it rains on your day, I do not mow in the rain, but I guarantee to be there within 48 hours after the rain passes. So that gives me plenty of time to get caught up. And I've never had an issue. So, you know, one of the biggest things I hear, like I said, is people either they're not reliable or they don't do what they said they're going to do. If you tell a customer, this is your weekly price, like this is what I tell all my customers. Your weekly price includes mowing, weed whacking, edging any hard surfaces such as sidewalks, concrete driveways, anything like that. Um, edging those and blowing off when I'm done. So if I tell them that and they say, OK, sounds great and they agree the price and then I mow and maybe edge the sidewalks and blow off, but I don't weed whack. Well, I'm not doing what I say I'm going to do. So I hear that loudly. So as long as you're doing what you say you're going to do, you really shouldn't have that issue. Scroll back up a little bit. I think there was a, I think a question missed, that got missed. I think missed. we missed a couple. Uh, mm. No. No, we got them. We How got do you ones. handle raising prices? Is that what we... Yeah, yeah that's, you, yeah, that's what I, No, I was on the screen still. Yeah. How do you handle raising prices? You, yeah, okay. Do um, you want to touch on this one? Uh, most of the time, well, we obviously got to figure out what that property costs. And I think the general rule of thumb, at least for maintenance is like 3% per year um, increase from the year before. 
And then obviously just uh, we keep track of all of our hours spent on every job and see what our averages are and see what how many hours we spend, how many yards of mulch we use, and take that into account for next season's price. Nice. Um, I, I pretty much, you know, I do, uh, when I raise my prices, I usually send out the letter and I actually read that letter in a, uh, in a video one time, cause people had asked uh, how I do it. So I read the letter and what I sent to customers. My daughter just got home life 360. Um, but, uh, oh, buddy, damn. I've, uh, you know, I've said in the videos what I do and, uh, the way that, that I present it to customers, but, um, it depends. Um, you know, some of them, you know, I give it, I don't raise them every year. It's as I feel needed or like this year I raised almost everybody. And I told them, you know, gas prices have already started to go up and they're projected to go much higher by spring. Um, so I've had to raise everybody across the board. And this is just the raise. I only had one person message me back and uh, I actually raised her $5 um, a week was the price that I raised her. And her property is below what I should be doing it for anyway, but I do three in a row right there. And she was the third one I took on. I gave a little bit of a discount because she had other work that went with it. But I raised her $5 and her email response to me was, wow, a 12% increase. And I said, well, when you look at it that way, you know, it does seem like a lot, but it's really only $20 more a month. And uh and I said, you know, it's I, I can't help what fuel prices do, but, you know, I'm yeah. in business and, and I can't just eat that. I'm in business to make money. And I tried to be fair and I raised everybody a little bit across the board. And her response to that was, well, you know, your work is worth it and I want to keep you on. So that's fine. So that was the only feedback I got from it. And, uh, nobody else cared. Um, that was pretty much it. Yeah, we uh, we put a, a fuel surcharge in there. Possible, you know. This year, prices started off normal in January, but already they're up 50, 75 cents mm -hmm. from what they started at. Somebody's got to pick up the penny for that. It's not, yeah, it's not going to be us. We're not going to be losing money on that. Right. So we put that in our contract, especially for a year like this. I mean, it's in there every year too. But, and have we used it in the last eight years? Uh, I think maybe once, one year. But other than that, it's been pretty, pretty steady. Absolutely. What hobbies do you guys like to do outside of landscaping? Um, I do a lot of different stuff. I mean, it just all depends. I'm into a lot of stuff. I mean, you guys know I go to the gym. Me and Billy go to the gym almost every day. Um, that's always been a big thing for me, but I'm 42 years old. I'm going to be 43 in October. And, uh, you know, I'll just be perfectly honest with you. I mean, I'm a, I'm a workaholic. I would literally work every day, all day. It's just how I've always been. It's how I was raised. Um, and, if I don't go to the gym and stay in shape, um, it, it gets hard on me. Um, right now with what I took out for this year, I'm sitting at 89 properties a week. And when Billy's in school, those days, I'm doing them by myself. So, you know, that, it's a lot for me to do. And I mean, it's no problem, I get them done. But if I didn't stay in shape, that would be a hell of a lot harder on me. But other than that, um, I, I go to the range a lot. I love to shoot, I love my guns, and we camp a lot. So camping is a huge thing for us and where we go camping at least two weekends a month throughout the whole summer. So, yeah. Um, on me on the side, I don't really have a specific hobby that I like to do. Uh, kind of getting into doing some camping, like rain. I mean, we're just kind of starting out. I'm also, uh, just upgraded positions. I'm in a volunteer fire company. I just upgraded to, uh, assistant chief position. So that takes up a good amount of my time, at least on the, uh, weekend uh weekday nights spend some time at the fire hall doing drills and meetings and all that kind of stuff so 
on the weekends, I like to just, especially on Sundays when we're working six days a week, I just like to relax and just hang out. Fire hall. I spent, well, just over 10 years in a volunteer fire company. And he's right. It's very, very time consuming, but it's, you know, it's a love thing. You have to love it to do it. Down yeah. in Hamburg, love Western Europe boys. Did you ever check the camshaft in your dump truck? It could have worn lobes and you can't see it. No, that's one thing we did not check. Yep, when I started for the first year, I had a lot of bi-weekly. Third season gave the opportunity, then weekly or not overall. I have to deal with big companies charging 20, 25 bucks. Um, um, yeah, that's one thing. A lot of people have asked me, and I'll just touch that real quick. I do not do bi-weeklies. Now, my first probably not even two years, my first year, maybe half of the second season, I took on a lot of bi-weeklies because I took anything I can get. I do not do bi-weekly cuts um, because you get twice the growth and the people don't want to pay any more money. The main reason they want bi-weekly anyway is because they're trying to save money. So they're not going to pay extra if you do bi-weekly. Um, I don't do bi-weekly cuts um, for that reason. And I also do not do bi-weekly cuts because it takes up a spot. Like I said, a lot of it I do solo other than when I have Billy helping me. So I need to cram as much as I can in each day. So I'm not going to tie up a spot in one of my routes for somebody that doesn't want weekly service. Um, and the other thing is it goes along with that. You'll get people that want bi-weekly, just cut it. No weed whacking. I don't do that either because everybody around my trucks, my trailers look like billboards. Everybody around, everybody has nosy neighbors and everybody around looks out the window and they see my name and I'll go and mow a place and not weed whack it and leave. And they don't know that that's the deal I have with the customer. They just look out there and they think that's the kind of work that I do. So, and it looks very bad. So I don't do any of that stuff either. You want to touch on that? Nope. No comment. <laughs> it's because he misses you. This is how he gets when he gets far away from you, Kendra. <laughs> this fucking chair, man. Well, for me, that somebody, chair is, somebody send this guy some chairs. Yeah, that these two chairs I found in the shop. This one, uh, this one he's on is Billy's chair, and for some reason, it's they're the office chairs that are like air ride up and down. This and one's got a Chevy logo on the back. No, it doesn't. And for some <laughs> reason, this chair every once in a while just drops right down. Um, let's see. Well, for me, taking care of property solo at 40 bucks. Where I'm at in Central Jersey, quarter acre subdivision lots. Yeah, speaking of New Jersey, I hear some people are charging 100 bucks to plow a driveway down there. Is that actually true? That seems nuts. It's a whole different market. 100 bucks for one driveway? Whew. I know guys that, like I'll show in my video, and they'll say, man, how much you get for, that's like an $85, $90 a week property, no problem here, like in Connecticut. And I'm thinking, Man, it's like pulling teeth to get $40 for a lot that size here, but they're getting like $85, $90 for the same one. I'm like, oh, my God. It's just where you're at. And that's why I never discuss pricing. People ask me all the time, how much you charge for that property you showed me? That's why I never discuss it. People are like, you're crazy. That's an $80 lot. Well, it's a different market. So I never discuss pricing and things. But, hey, really like your videos. Thank you. I appreciate that. Unless you're talking to Spencer. In that case, he appreciates that. <laughs> Okay, what I had to learn is to take emotions out of business. You can't be moved by low-income neighbors. No, absolutely not. Um, business is business, and it's that simple. Um, and I explained this. I touched on this a few times over the years, but definitely during my video I made about losing my church this year. Um, and 
one of the companies they called is a friend of mine. And he called me, he said, I'm really sorry. He goes, I guess I didn't realize you were mowing that property. They asked me to bid it. And I said, hey, business is business, Mike. It's not personal. You know, if they ask you to bid it, go bid it. The only way that I will lose a customer is one, I'm either not doing my job and they're not happy with me or two, they want it for a lower price. It's not personal. Now, if you go out and actively seek my customers and try taking my properties, then it's different. We're going to have a problem. But if somebody calls you, it's not personal. It's business. I will never be angry at you for bidding one of my properties if they call you. Like I said, it's either they want it cheaper or I'm not doing my job. So definitely, you can't involve emotions or feelings in business. Just keep it out. Business is business. What's your favorite mower? We've, we've been over this a few times. I'm really loving that new Oxmark, but um, if I had, out of the mowers I currently have, if I had to pick one, and just stick with just that one mower, it would be the V-Ride 2. Um, one, because I'd rather be on a stander all day than sit down even though I'm loving that X mark. But it does phenomenal cutting in all conditions. Plus, I have the turbine bagging system on it, so I can use it for fall cleanup. So year-round, I could do everything I need to do. Yeah, My favorite choice, again, we talked about this right at the beginning of the video, right ZK 61-inch with the uh, Briggs Vanguard uh, 37 horse EFI. That's my choice, and that's uh, that's all we've been buying lately. Your, uh, that's a it's ton tough. of accounts weekly. It is. Yeah. It's a lot. It's definitely a lot. And I hustle, but I don't, I don't take breaks. Um, when it's really hot out, I might stop for five minutes at some point throughout the day, but I don't stop to eat. I don't take lunches. I take a lunch with me in a cooler. When it gets really hot, I really don't eat. Um, I'll grab something to eat in the morning. And then when I get home and I'm in the AC after I take a shower and sit down, then I'll eat like a pig. But I really can't eat when it's hot out. Um, but I do take, like, I take some fruit and stuff in a cooler, granola bar, stuff like that. And I'll eat in between lawns. I don't stop. I go, I'm on my first property by quarter to eight. If it's a commercial, I'll get there 730, quarter to eight. If it's a residential, I don't get to residentials before eight o'clock. And I will go until I'm done. And bam, 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 one after the next. My routes are very tight. Um, so sometimes I'll pull onto a street and I'll hit four or five, sometimes six lawns right in a row without moving the truck. Um, so yeah, he talks is. about it for snow plowing too, about route density. His yeah. density is a lot more than ours. We travel quite a bit to get some, uh, bigger properties, but we like to stick with our, our commercial stuff as much as we can, at least further out. All right. What's up guys. Keep up the YouTube videos. Thank you. We appreciate that. Kendra said, yeah. Okay. I don't know what that, uh, yeah. Okay. It is Probably when I said you always look like this when you get far from her. <laughs> Liking the new shop and setup. Thank you. It's been a long time coming and I couldn't be more happy with it. I'm very grateful to the guy that actually owns this building. He has definitely taken care of me. Um, just a, a great guy. And he just, he's made me a deal I couldn't pass up. Ever think you'd try some mowers that are not as common? Dixie Chopper, Grasshopper, not sure if they're in your area. We do not have a dealer for Dixie Chopper or Grasshopper in our area. Um, there used to be a channel I used to follow a long time. He hasn't made videos in a long time, um, but it was Stu Care, and they're in Ohio, and he mows nothing but commercials, um, colleges, high schools, universities, stuff like that. Um, and he runs nothing but grasshopper mowers. And he seems to do very well with them. Uh, the downside that I would see running those mowers for me is that they're very long. I mean, they do make sit down like regular zero turns, but most of them are out front mowers. So they're very long. Um, so it just wouldn't work for me. Grasshopper, I've never been on one. I wanted to try the GIE and I never got a chance to, um, but they say those things are lightning fast. I just, I've never been on one. So I don't yeah. know. I'd say uh, 
uh, you know, Dixie Chopper, I don't think I've ever seen one in the area. Grasshopper, never even seen one in the area. Mm-hmm. Um, it tends to be, and we we float around the area quite a bit in different, even into different counties, so we see a whole variety. Depending on where you are, it depends on what kind of mowers you'll see. Um, I think Randy's more local to this uh, couple of towns around here. So, like, around here, probably the main mowers I see are, depending on what the dealer sells, I see a lot of Ferris. See a lot of right. Um, Randy's got the skags. I don't see too many walkers right around this immediate area, but if you go out 40 minutes away, walkers and skags are pretty popular out there. Uh, Gravely, there's a dealer for that in uh, in about 20, 30 minutes from here that sells skag and right and Gravely. Um, i trying to think. I mean, I don't know the South Towns too well, but I mean, if you got out towards clearance and whatnot it depends on where what the dealers are in the area i say yeah the probably the most common things i see anywhere in the towns around here is definitely right skag and ferris and i would say right and ferris are probably the most dominant mowers around here um yeah. without a doubt but in skag would be in third but right and ferris are probably the most dominant around here um let's see here we just got v ride 261 37 yeah um that would be my uh if if right ever became a problem for us, and like I've told Randy, he's always trying to convince me to switch over to right or to switch over to Skag. I, I'm not going to switch over something that I have something that is working fine. I mean, I got parts in stock. I know how to work on them. I, you know, I that kind of thing. Until they become a problem, there's no reason for me to switch. Like we used to buy Shandawa weed whackers, and they were great. So I switched to something else. Well, I became like really shitty right before Echo took over, and we got out and we started buying steel and. Uh, that's the kind of thing right there. Echo took over Shindell. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. Yeah, a couple years ago. I mean, if you go and look at their stuff, they're identical in what they look like, mm. just different colors. Nice. How many hours sleep average do you get a night if you're at your first property at 7 o'clock? Um, I usually go to bed pretty much religiously, whether it's falling asleep on the couch or if I actually go to bed by like 10, 1030 every night. And then I'm usually up by anywhere between 5 and 6 every morning. It's like an alarm clock in my head. Sometimes I wish I could sleep in. It just doesn't happen. So, uh, you know, it's just, um, it's, that's about all the sleep that I get. I was waiting for the V-Ride 252 Vanguard in the 36, but back ordered, but went with the 12 Grants in the 36 and the Z-Master. Um, yeah, it's, they finally come out with the big boy motors on the uh, V-Ride right after I bought mine. I have the 25 horsepower EFI, which is plenty of power for that 52 inch deck. Um, but if I was going bigger, like a 61 inch deck, I would want that bigger one without a doubt. I think there's one comment up above we missed. <laughs> we missed one up there. A bunch are coming in now. We're up to 51 people in here. That's friggin' awesome. How many out? Uh, that's all we run in the foothills of PA. Here in Rochester, it's X Mark and John Deere mostly. Yeah. Uh, well, they have. Uh, we used to have an X. Our, our Bobcat dealer used to be an X Mark dealer. I don't know if they still are because Bobcat just came out with their own line of mowers or if they bought out the, the green Bobcats. I, I don't know for sure, but if anybody paid attention to what is it, the Green Industry Post poll, jeez. Uh, Green industry, fuck, what the hell was it? Something on Facebook and Instagram. They were running a poll. Oh, yeah, you were telling me about that. I didn't even who see had it. the best mower. And Bobcat, the white Bobcat actually won. I don't know how. He just came out and thinks nobody's had any. It beat the skag. Because Chant is blowing it up on his channel. That's why. They beat the skag turf tiger. I don't even know how that happened. That here in Rochester, Xmark. You know what? Xmark, there's that dealership in Rochester. It's Brandel's or something begins with a B. 
This guy probably knows it. He'll put it in the comments. Yeah, probably. But it's a it's a huge dealership, and I think that he sells like four or five different types of mowers. Um, and he, I know he's an Xmark dealer because I've gotten parts through him. Always at some point separate home and work. Yeah, absolutely. If you can, if you can afford to do that, um, you you can't go wrong separating the two. Uh, I wanted a Ferris, but at one point there, yeah, we you know we almost uh, we bought. Okay, so we went to GIE in 2015. Uh, me and my brother did, and, and we think we've been back once since. We went there, and that was the year we really wanted Wright to come out with like a 72-inch Sport X because that's what we were running back then. And they came out with a 72-inch stand-on. So the next year, we bought one. We still have it, but I mean that was one mower away from we would have been going all Ferris because Ferris came out with a stand-on a year later. That's when everybody started to flip over to stand-ons. I don't know if that's a trend that's going to go right back down again or what the deal is, but I think we're in it for the long haul stand-ons. Yeah, but we almost bought Ferris. I mean, if we wouldn't have bought that first right, we would probably would sell Ferris. Let's see. There's Paul Camara. Hello, gentlemen. Hey, Paul. We were talking about you earlier, and we were talking about uh, edging. people. Yeah, people asked how we edge our flower beds, and I told them how I use the half moon like you do, and you sent me that D-handle for it. And that's uh, my go-to now. But that's all Paul's fault that I edge like that. <laughs> Grasshopper will hold a hill like no other except Ventrac. Yeah. Uh, Stacy Lanning from Long Commander. He can tell you all about Ventrac. I have no idea how Bobcat won that. I don't ask. Beats me. I mean, I like Bobcat equipment. We have three skid steers and an excavator and a mini track loader and all that kind of stuff. But I don't know how they won that. Speaking of Stacy Lanning, long commander. Hey, you got to go pour the rain out of my boots. I was texting him earlier. He was telling me how they're getting a bunch of rain there. Okay, uh, Bobcat bought out the green Bobcat. That's what I thought. Um, Brodner. There it is. Brodner Equipment in Rochester. So yeah, I knew I it began I, with a B. I just couldn't think of what it I was. I knew that guy was going to get it. Hello, all. All in their outdoors. Bobcat bought out by turf. That's my dealer. I think they're going out of out to Buffalo, too. Brodner is? That one's pretty. He's big. That, that, would, make, that would make sense. Uh, I mean, like, like I said, our Bobcat dealer, Bobcat company dealer, was selling X marks, and I think they got, they're getting out of that now. I don't know for sure, but probably get their, mm -hmm. keep their feet in the market. Randy, been enjoying the vid. Shop looks fun. It sure is. It's it's definitely a lot of fun, and we're loving having all this room. We're loving leaving work at work, home at home, and like yesterday morning, we had a bunch of mowing to do yesterday, um, but we had a bunch of equipment maintenance to it, and it was raining in the morning, and normally when that would happen, I would go out in the garage and work on whatever piece of equipment was there, and I'd have to go out in the rain and take that piece of equipment around back to the back shed, bring another piece up. And then work on that one. Uh, Billy and I were able to just come here first thing in the morning, Friday. We sharpened blades. We built a weight kit for the front of the SWZT. Um, we did a bunch of maintenance on other stuff, uh, air filters. And we were all right here inside the shop and did everything um, that we had to right in here. So, I mean, it was awesome. Ferris is top dog. Yeah. yeah Stacy says Ferris is top dog. He's got a... Uh, He's got a Ventrac. He loves those things. Do you have one phone number for business and another for personal? Um, Spencer does. I only have one phone number. I got to go to the bathroom, but you can answer that. Uh oh, uh, Yeah, we have a, still have a landline. Uh, like I said earlier, we've been around since uh, 1983. We've had a couple of different phone numbers. But, yeah, we have a landline still, and that's on the side of all of our equipment. We try not to put our cell phones out there. In fact, uh, even snow plowing stuff are uh, – our, we have an answering machine that will give you our cell phone numbers to call for snow plowing. 
Does Randy have a mailing address? And I'll let him answer that when he comes back. If you do have something, hopefully it's a DeWalt sign or maybe a Ford emblem or a Ford banner. That's the kind of stuff he's into for sure. And right, guy loves right. <clears throat> trying to think of something else that guy doesn't like that we can get him a banner for. No, and he's back. Somebody wants to send you something. Okay, well, before we go any further, the last person to use my bathroom before he left was Andrew Hanna. Let me just say here on live video, even my nine-year-old knows to lift the toilet seat. So next time you swing back around here, there's Clorox spray in the bathroom, and there's paper towels in there, and you have something to clean up, my friend. Ah, <laughs> uh, what I miss? When advertising, okay, Randy, you have a mailing address. I wanted to send something for all due respect for all my questions you've answered over the years. Um, absolutely, just anybody that wants to send me something, um, email me, countryside.lawn at Yahoo. Very simple, countryside.lawn at Yahoo. And then... Um, at that point, I'll, I'll tell you where you can send it to, and uh, we'll just go from there. No more Walker love. Paul, you know I will always have a love for my walkers. Um, the MT isn't going anywhere. I'm keeping it. It's just that my business has shifted gears. Um, I discussed this earlier. Um, Paul was probably sharpening something or washing a piece of equipment at that point, so he came in the video late. <laughs> um, but uh, my business has kind of shifted gears, and I still have a bunch of like high-end properties that I take care of that are – uh, very meticulous, but um, it's just shifted gears to in a way that I have a lot of just bigger properties that I need to um, be on something a lot more comfortable than a walker. They don't need to be bagged and they're just properties. I need a faster mower that still leaves a great cut. The X mark does. So does the skag and they're just, uh, they're just not where I would put a walker uh, grammar suspension seats. I think they're garbage. Um, grammar does make some, they make a whole line. A lot of people don't know this, but they're like one of the leading manufacturers for tractor seats. Um, they do a lot of like heavy equipment seats, uh, like his our Bobcats. Bob, our Bobcats uh, got them. Our wheel loaders got them. They tend to squeak. Yeah. At least some of the ones I have is like really squeaky. It's kind right. of annoying. But the one that they put the contractor with and they put on the walkers is a $1,200 suspension seat. I had two of them. The biggest mistake I have ever done um, to replace that seat on my Xmark Laser Z is $480. You feel like you are sitting in a lazy boy recliner every time you hit a bump. The padding is that freaking thick. It's so soft and cushiony. It's a suspension seat and has four stabilizers in the corners. You don't feel anything in that thing. And it's 480 bucks. Patrick Daniels, I see you got your subscription. Thanks for subscribing. Let's see Make sure you guys enter in my giveaway. I'm, I'm doing, I just posted a video this afternoon about the giveaway. Yeah, go check out his channel. It's Bo Enterprises, um, and you can check that out. Um, Here, I'll put it in the comment. And you can. Uh, yeah, you can. You can if you go. Put it up there. Yeah, go to your channel. I'll put, I'll, I'll put my name in there. He's going to put a link to it. Spencer's going to put a link to it in the comments, and you guys can click right from there, and it should take you to it. Um, so that's Spencer's. Here, Definitely go subscribe to him. He's I doing a giveaway. It Pull it up on your thing so we can uh, see it. Yeah, I'll put it up on there. Uh, how is everyone tonight? We're doing great. Let's go down. Um, let me go find that real quick. I'll show that. That's his. That's Spencer's channel right there. Um, let's go back up to anything that might have passed here. Uh, something about 
mowers dispersing um, grass. I saw that one. Okay. Clippings. Hey guys, which of your mowers disperses clippings the best in long black grass? Have you had any luck mulching in these conditions? Thanks for great videos. Um, no, um, mulching decks aren't a thing around here. Uh, a lot of people ask me for over the years why I didn't put mulching decks on my walkers. It's just, it's not a thing around here. Um, as far as dispersing grass, um, I mentioned this earlier when if I had to pick any given mower, um, I'm always looking for comfort first. I'm getting older. Let's just face it. Um, and then what and then as far as cut goes and this is my whole deal with right. You know, we've been over this. Um, I think right makes a phenomenal mower. They make a great machine. The thing is a damn tank. Ed right is a genius in his own right. And it's just a great machine. I do not like the way they handle northeast grasses. Um, but I think the best two decks, hands down, and they're almost identical for cutting wet grass. I can cut tall, thick wet grass. I'm talking seven, eight inch grass down to three or three and a quarter inches, and I can disperse it without clumps. If it does give me a little bit of clumps out, I can go over it in a second pass. It's clean, it's done, and that is Toro's Turbo Force deck or Xmark's Ultra Cut deck. Those are the only two decks that I think can handle heavy, thick, wet grass like no other. Um, the Skag, that deck does a really good job, and it's a, it's really close. Um, but those two decks, Toro and Xmark, in my opinion, I think do the best for that kind of grass. Stand with a bagger, yeah. My Kubota shoots the crap out of grass. Oh, that being said, too, I mean, I've mentioned this. Your blade combination makes a huge difference. Um if I'm cutting any spring grass, um, my mowers all run the same blades. I run um, high lift, short tail blades. Uh, regular high lift blades suck that grass up and you get that good cut, but it holds it in the deck longer. High lift, short tail blades, which I've showed in many videos. I actually did a full video on just mower blades. Um, they cut the grass. You get that suction. So it lifts the grass up to get a clean cut, but because that short tail, it gets it out of the deck fast. So it cuts it and gets it the hell out really fast. That makes a huge difference on dispersing, especially with wet grass. Uh, I get it. The stand on more with the bagger looks nice. It is really nice. Um, definitely an awesome mower. I love it. What's the going rate for, say, quarter, acre, weekly, or biweekly mowing your area? It all depends. It's not really – I don't – I don't bid property so much on uh, based on the size in the mowing um, based on the size of mowing. Most of my price, I know what my mowers can do. I know what they can handle. I know how fast they are. And I know what Billy and I can do as far as the mowers go. Most of my price is based on how much trimming and how much edging I have to do on a property. That's the most time consuming. Uh, that's the most tiring you're walking. Um, so that's what most of my price is based on. Um, KCL, your buddy's always got to throw KLC, something KLC, well, well, well. Look at this fine gentleman. And, and Randy. Randy. <laughs> oh, I was going to ask you, do you know who that is? And I forgot. That's Karen. <laughs> uh, Karen. Let's see here. I'm surprised it took her so long to come on. I figured she'd been one of the first on here just to talk crap. Let's see. Totally agree. No disrespect, Spencer. I had the 36 right. Identity. I think it's supposed to be intensity. Intensity, yeah. And 52 standard X, they were built like a tank, but wasn't doing well with dispersing grass. Um, I really don't think, but Spencer does more commercial than anything. Yeah, commercial so. properties, they're wide open. He can fly. And I will tell you, when I ran the high lift short tails on my right Sport X, if I was on a wide open property and I was flying, it definitely dispersed better. But when you're on average houses where you can't do that, Randy, Randy's a lot more picky than we are. I mean, we we mow, we mow literally a freaking landfill. So, 
You do mow a landfill. We, we literally mow a landfill. So it's not, and you know, some commercial properties, they don't really care. Those are the ones we mow wave them when it, uh, just after it rains or even sometimes when it is raining, cause they're, they're not nice properties. You got train tracks going through them and they're industrial and they just need the grass cut. That's the nice thing to have is a couple fillers for one. Cause you know, it's going to rain. I had to put this up there just so you guys can see what I deal with <laughs> all the time, all the time from this guy, all the time. Hey, Ken, tell your girlfriend. I said, hi. That's it. Karen. Yeah. I'll, I'll call him Ken this time, mm -hmm. but that's an inside joke and, and he'll know what that means. I had issues with the cut quality of the right mowers, and I must agree the Toro is the way to go. The TurboForce deck, is, it's just undeniable. I mean, it's a beautiful design, Northeast grasses. Um, now, I've heard um, the right decks with the uh, Northeast Baffle Kit. I heard that that does make a huge difference, and it's pretty nice from what people say. But I don't know. I haven't experienced that. Um, there is supposed to be one coming Spencer's way. And he is going to uh, he's going to do some videos on that when he gets it, and he's going to update us on what that machine does with the Northeast Baffle Kit in it. If you had to pick one more, what would it be? We've covered that a number of different times in the podcast, so uh, probably four or five times we've been asked that already. Um, so it's just uh, mine. What I'll just real quick, mine would have been the Toro Multi Force. That's what I would go with. And I'm uh, still on my right ZK. I was so amazed with my new Toro. Okay. My Ultra Cut 6 is definitely the way to go. Amazing deck. I would like to hear both of your opinions, Ford or Chevy. We've already discussed that, and you know our opinions. Did you tell her I said hi? Spencer's shaking his head. He loves the original standard. We uh, we did have some of those back, uh, actually, I think just last year I sold a couple of the ones. Fixed deck. The only way you could adjust the height was to uh, pull the whole caster out and put a spacer on top. We had so had some of those. Those were really nice to work on those things because everything was fixed right in place. Were, oh, now that everything's the adjustable deck. How would you compare your old Great Dane 52? Um, I, I redid. Cut, the cut quality. What's that? Oh, he added down there. Yeah. Okay, the cut quality that is. Um, it cut great in heavy wet thick grass, and it's for one reason, one reason only. Um, the engine was underpowered. It it definitely um, was way underpowered for that machine, but it did so well because the deck was wide open. It wasn't over baffled. A lot of manufacturers nowadays are over baffling the crap out of these decks, which are designing their decks for southern states and out west. Um, which I completely understand from a marketing standpoint is genius. It's exactly what I would do in their well, yeah, situation. They're, they're mowing all year round. Right. So that's your largest market. So I can Maybe. completely understand why they do that. But for us up here in the Northeast, that sucks. It's, it really hampers us a lot. Um, so that's why that cut so well. But um, it was underpowered. If you guys want to see Mike, what are you doing in my chair, Spencer? You're like Billy. You're always breaking stuff. I'm going to get – somebody send me a Chevy logo. We're going to slap it right on this chair. <laughs> no, we're not. Um, Somebody's got one. Take it off your truck. But uh, You don't want to embarrass yourself like that anyway. Oh, cry, Manili. You know, I do have another Shipbox Edition logo for your new truck. I did put one on his old truck. Yeah, one day um, I get in my truck and there's an emblem about that big on my dashboard. It says Shipbox Edition. That was funny. But – uh. I put that paint on that your GMC. I can take it right back off. Hey, let's be nice now. <laughs> That's Billy's truck. 
Um, but Mike from something to look at, go to his channel. He restored a great game and he uh, repowered it. They came with 19 horse engines on them. And he put, I think a 22 or 25 horse engine, oh, um, but check his out. Definitely. Um, what do we got? Let's see. How would you compare Great Dane to either Toro? How would I compare Great Toro Dane to either more. Toro or V-Ride? Um, it's not even close to a comparison. There's no suspension on that Great Dane and the V-Ride. And the Toro both come better. Toro push more or Honda? Um, I'm taking the Toro Time Master. I've used the Hondas. They're, they're great, but I'd take the Toro Time Master. We don't really do a whole lot of push mowing, so it doesn't make any difference to me. We run uh, for the push mowers we have. We actually have Husqvarna's, and they're legit push push mowers because we bought ones that are self-propelled, and we don't use them that often. So we bought ones that are self-propelled, and every time the self-propelled breaks, they're always 10 times harder to push. So we just bought like regular. We use them maybe once a week. I'm going to pop this one up here because I get asked this a lot. Okay. I've mentioned a lot of videos. Certain decks can't handle Northeast grasses. This is what I mean by Northeast grasses. And I've showed this because a lot of people thought I was on drugs when I've said this in videos. So I've actually showed it in a few different videos. Up here from, I'd say mid to end of April to about, depending on season, depending on the weather, about the first or second week of June. Our grasses stay wet till 11 noon every day. It's just the dew and they're just damp and that's just how it is. So you have to deal with wet grass. You have to do with very, deal with very thick grasses. And it's nothing for our average yards to grow seven to eight inches a week in between cuts and that's non-fertilized lawn. So I will cut a lawn from seven to eight inches, thick, wet grass down to three and a quarter, three and a half is the average in our area. Some lawns, they want it at three. I don't cut below three inches. Um, so I'll cut it down to three and a quarter, three and a half from seven to eight inches. Okay. Say their lawn is on a Tuesday. I'll get through the whole week, come back around that next Tuesday. It's freaking eight, nine inches tall again. That's non-fertilized lawns. I mean, you know, and of course you have a bunch that aren't like that and they just don't grow like that. But the majority of my lawns do. So I need something that can handle grass like that. And a lot of times it's leaving grass laying, but I need to have a machine that I can bump that deck up one notch and go over it a second time and it's gone. A lot of machines can't do that. And in the past, it has left me to where I'll double cut it and it starts clumping up like like patties and um, just from the tires running over because the deck just won't clean it up, won't disperse it. Then you're out there breaking it up with a backpack blower or you have no choice but to bag it. That's what I mean by Northeast grasses. Right, just redid their deck and we'll have another remake soon <laughs> after that also from what I heard. Um, I don't uh, I don't know anything about that. I know that right... Green, green up lawn? I know that Wright has a ton of mowers sitting at the end of their lines. They can't finish right now because they can't get parts. One of the only manufacturers right now that are pushing out mowers is Skag, and that's because they make everything in-house. I think Green Up, I think he might be right. I did hear something about that on the new uh, ZXT. It said something about a new deck, I think. I don't know for sure, but I think Ed Wright's definitely listening, and he knows that they got to make some changes. Ed's a genius, man. He is a great guy. I've met him personally. I've spent time with him at GIE. Great guy, very knowledgeable. And trust me, if there's an issue, he's on it. Um, Paul Camara, what's the podcast? My podcast is called Triggered, and it's on everything. It's on Apple Play. It's on Anchor. It's on uh, Sirius Radio. It's on Android. Um, Apple? 
Apple. It, it's on everything. Um, I don't have that many episodes out. I have an interview that Spencer and I did, which I also put a video up of, but that podcast is on there. Um, we were still tr trying to figure out the mic, so the mic didn't work too great. But Yeah, we were having a mic issue, but there's a lot of stuff. Uh, and it was my um, first podcast, so it was a little, that's a little nerve wracking. For all that don't know, my girlfriend thinks this ugly bastard is good looking. Randy, not Spencer. I actually like Spencer. Oh, boy. It's funny. You should have never told me that because every time you come on my videos talking crap, I'm just going to continue to bring it up. I don't like the deck height adjustment on the Honda nor the Toro. The Toro 30-inch mower is supposed to have a better deck height adjustment. Uh, I've never had an issue with it, but I usually cut it pretty much the same height. I don't I don't move it very much. So what shoe blocker do y'all use? Um, well, Randy, what shoe blocker do you what use? What shoe blocker do I use? <laughs> uh, power shoe on everything. I've tried them all. I've used advanced. I've used... Um, Jungle Gyms, um, their shoot blocker. I've used um, Grass Flap. I've used. You've used a bunch. Yeah, I've used them all. I've pretty much had all of them at one point or another. Every machine that I own has a power shoot on it. Um, I love power shoot. I swear by it. I have a lot of videos on installing them on all different types of mowers. I even did videos installing them on a mower that doesn't even actually have a battery, which is what you're supposed to wire them into. I showed how you can wire it into the charging system on a mower. Um, so hands down, everything in Spencer has just put one on his right mower and he's going to give that a shot, find out if his guys destroy it or not and see how they like it. And if it turns out he likes it, then he will be outfitting his machines with it. Yeah. So we, we just got this uh, power shoot. Uh, previously we either didn't run shoot blockers at all, or we had the advanced shoot and the one by uh, I think Ballard took it over. I think it wasn't Ballard's product first though. There's a lot of stuff that he's got that I don't think is his first, but he, uses his platform to sell it either way the handles broke off the things and you know they weren't really set up great for a stand on which they did change they put a longer handle on it but you, know, you whack a tree branch and you snap the handle off things useless so i think the nice thing about this power shoot is going to be it's low to the ground and you know whacking on a tree branch or anything's going to be um it's going to be nice that i had to do that i am just a little concerned Unlike Randy, who is an owner-operator, we have employees, and employees don't care about your equipment as much as you do. So there is a concern that they might still break the thing. Um, me and my brother talked earlier about me putting some sort of cover over uh, over top of the uh, the motor, maybe a piece of rebar or something, just to protect it from a tree branch or something, just to avoid hitting it. But I do have a video on I worked on that today. I got a bunch of stuff filmed. I just haven't had time to throw it together. It's my weekend project. One of your favorite older walk behind mowers. Oh, I've run them all. I've had a lot of different ones, but I'll tell you what, one of my favorite ones to run and one of the best cutting machines that um, as far as walk behind goes that I ever run is when I had my old button, that old hydro button. That was just a phenomenal mower. That thing never gave me a problem, never broke down, cut great, handled everything. It, it was great. I have an HRX and H. I'm not sure what that is. Oh, he's talking to somebody else. See this guy right here? This guy's going to get banned. <laughs> Does it have a 7.4? Yeah, 454. It's a 7.4 liter. Paul Camara, lawn boy push mower for the win. Um, Paul's got some classics he restored, and they look brand new, and uh, he loves those lawn boy push mowers, that's for sure. How much should I expect to pay for someone to mow the lawn? Approximately a half acre with trees. Uh, that would depend on your area. 
Yeah, assuming you're looking for somebody to do it, not looking to pay somebody, yeah, an employee to do it. Pensacolino Honda and four wheel adjustment. Yeah, yep, grass is crazy in Maryland. Yeah, yes, it is. Wait a minute. We got to stop this one because Ken actually agrees with me here. I concur with Randy on the wet, thick grass. Same situation here. When it's growing, it's growing fast. It actually could use mowing every three to four days in the wet spring. Yeah, it's it's the same here. It's it's definitely. This year, I don't think is is as fast as normally. We've had barely any rain, and it seems like it's just a hair slower than usual. It should be green and going nuts right now, but some of the properties we do out in uh, – out about a half an hour away from here. They're still dead. Yeah. They don't need to be cut yet. We're up to we were up to 71 people a minute ago. Now we're at 65. An hour and a half in. Jeez. What's this uh what's that about? I don't know. I think maybe he's asking. Oh. I do. I aerate, overseed, and fertilize. I've done 13 of them so far this year. Um, and I have about six more on the list. You want an air? I got an no, aerator. No, I don't have an aerator. <laughs> if you guys remember my aerator video um that that Ryan aerator I redid, I one. I gave it to Spencer and um, he set his brother free on it and he broke it the first time he had it out. So now they've been trying to give it back to me ever since. At least that's the story I'm told. I don't want it back. Um, it's still you, got his name and phone number on it. So maybe I'll give that away. You guys have seen, uh, you guys have seen my setup and, and what I have set up to do aerations. And I will tell you, it is the cheapest setup I've ever had for aerations. It is the most effective, the most easy thing to operate. Billy, runs this thing i don't even have to do it i mean he does it and it's just it's a no-brainer it's so simple to do and it's so effective and i've gotten such phenomenal results off it it's the easiest damn thing i can literally put this setup in the back of my truck if i wanted to and uh it just works phenomenal so i have no desire my plan was to buy a stinger and i have no desire to even do that right now so it, this is just working out so well let's see here my ask let's see Looks like we're behind on a few here. Yeah, we're way behind. Is GIE worth the trip? Absolutely. Absolutely. I would I would never not go. I didn't go this past year because uh it was they canceled, obviously, but yeah. um I'm already looking forward to this year. We we're gonna be going last year too. We ever try to go every three years, but it was canceled. So I mean if it comes up this year, I think I'll definitely be going. Yeah, Billy and I will definitely be there this year. My new right this year came with a Northeast baffle kit, and they have a spacer in between the blade and spindle to help prevent the clumps. Uh, all of ours, they always come with five spacers in between. Yeah, I'm between really the blade and the uh, the blade in the bottom of the spindle. Our new ones always come with five. And did it come standard with a baffle kit on it? That's what I'd be curious to know. Because that's what I talked to my dealer about. If I'm they not, would just send it with the proper ba uh, baffles, they could keep the takeoffs. I'm not really sure why that spacer would stop clumps. I don't really understand. Oh, so for the Toro blade bolt hole conforming is 15-16 the same as the Oxmark size. Yeah, I heard the new Toros now have that 15-16 hole. and 15-16 um, hole? Yeah, it's got a – there's actually a spacer with, like, geared teeth on it that goes through the blade, and it goes up into the spindle, and then the bolt goes up through all of that. Hmm. It's uh, much of um, – it's always been like that. Um Ryan, I use Scott's weed and feed. That's, um, a, that's him talking. That's Ryan. Yeah, I don't because um, it's a lot more expensive, and I have never gotten good results off using it. Um, I aerate. I I use the same exact seed all the time. I buy the tractor supply. You can literally get this stuff to grow on concrete. It's made by Greenworks, and um, I use Greenworks commercial grass seed, and I fertilize all my lawns with ten ten ten. 
And I, I actually, I showed a video last year. I did one and the guy watered it just like I told him 20 minutes before sun comes up, 20 minutes after sun goes down every day for two weeks. And then I showed the before and after of that lawn. I showed it in pictures on an Instagram post I did, side-by-side uh, -side pictures. You can go on my Instagram page and you can see it on there. Um, and I also showed it in a video. Phenomenal. And that's how all of mine have turned out. So I've done it. This, I do it the same way every time. What's your favorite mower? I believe the walker is the best. Um, it could be the best depending on what you do. Um, right now, my favorite is definitely my V-Ride 2. LBHIE this year. Spencer, you should tell your employees that if the mower breaks, then we can't get paid. The employees should care more. Um, I'm going to guess you have not had much experience. Not, I'm not trying to insult you, but I'm going to guess you have not had much experience with employees. Um, at my peak, I had three full-time guys and two part-time guys, and you are a glorified babysitter at best. Um, you can tell them anything you want, but it's just... Hello, Randy, you old goat. Hello, Randy, you old goat, Tim Freeman. He's been a long time subscriber. He's been around a long time. Yes, Bunton was big back in the day. We had the John Deere version back in 1990. They had a partnership where they shared machines and branded them differently. Um, yeah, they were great mowers. How do you have time to do the influencing social media and still run a lawn care company? Um, people ask me that all the time, and they say, you must not run a legitimate business if you're making videos, or you must not, you know, have that that much work and this and that um you guys see all my equipment you see all my trucks and i'm not saying i have the biggest and the best of anything but how do you think i afford that stuff if i'm not running a real business i mean nobody's just giving me this stuff um very simple i have mounts on everything there's mounts literally on my trucks there's mounts on my snow plows there's mounts on all my mowers there's mounts stuck to my weed whackers and my edgers i just take gopros and i just stick them in a mount and i hit start and that's all I do. And it just films whatever it's gonna film. I point it in a general direction and it films whatever it's gonna film. And then when I get time, usually at night, um, I edit it and I start cutting and chopping it up and I take out all the parts and it's a hobby. You, you have to love it. But I'll be honest with you, what I make off YouTube a month pays my new truck payment. So that's why I do it. I don't consider it that much of a hobby I consider it part of my business. So when I leave every morning, Billy and I have a checklist, everything we check off and cameras are on that checklist. Okay, it's it's a part of my business. It allows me to get certain stuff. It allows me to be an ambassador for certain programs. It helps pay for stuff. Um, before I bought this new truck over the winter and took on that payment, it helped me do other stuff. It's paid for weed whackers. It's paid for blowers, stuff like that. So monetizing videos, it's, it's a part of my business. It's not just like, you know, I just do it for fun. And, um, you know, that is why I do it. I, if I didn't have fun doing it, I wouldn't do it. But there's a lot of benefits to doing it if you do it right. Flat and don't stays drop. flat and don't drop off. What is I'm the GXT sure deck? Is that the new deck this, this, on the, the sit down? down? I don't know what, okay. what he means by stays flat and don't doesn't drop off. Um, what the hell is that? I don't know. I, I don't Five know. Five cameras. <laughs> Richard, comment down below what you mean. I'm kind of confused about what you mean by stays flat and doesn't drop off like the ZK. Yeah. I know the they all hang from chains. So The only one I know that has showed that so far is uh, Mitchell Gordy, Mitchell's Lawn Care. He's got one of the sit-down new yeah, rides. I'm not really interested in the ZXT, so I mean, I'm not really watching videos on that kind of stuff right now. Mark's Misfit World. Our mowing season is about three weeks ahead of normal. We will be full-time mowing in two weeks. Yeah, I mean, I started mowing this week, but I skipped a lot. 
you know, there's a bunch I do, but I have a lot of customers that fertilize and I have a lot of customers that have sprinkler systems. So, and they've already got these things kicked in. The fertilizing companies have been out for a month. Um, they shouldn't have been out that long, but they have, they hit the ground running first chance to get. So uh, we've had a lot of warmer days and we haven't had very much rain, but um, you know, it's, it's been enough. I've, I've definitely had a handful that I've had to do, but I've had a lot of lawns on my mowing route that I've had to go and just mulch up leaves and stuff from, from the winter. Do you roll your lawn? No, no, I don't do any lawn rolling. Mark's Mr. World, I'm mowing next week. Is there a reason to roll lawns? Um, yeah, up here in the Northeast, pretty much all lawn rolling will do. And I used to do lawn rolling. I used to have a roller, as many of you guys have watched me for a long time know. Um, it pretty much, up here, you get frost heaves. So you get little spots that pop up, and sometimes it pushes stone up that's in your soil. It just levels them frost heaves out, and it pushes the stone down. The problem with rolling lawns is everybody thinks it's going to make their lawn smooth. And that's just not the case. It's never going to happen. And that's why I got out of it um, because a lot of people, when they want you to come and roll their lawn, they think you're going to make their lawn smooth and take all the bumps. Out. And it's never going to happen. And uh, it's hard to explain that to people. And that's why I got out of it. Went out golfing again today. That's what that's I need to be nice. doing, right? I wish I was out golfing. Oh, that's really nice. Bought four mowers today to give away to veterans. That's awesome. I'm pinning that one up there. That's very awesome. I like that. We consider YouTube as part of our lawn care business. Yeah, so do we. I mean, it, it pays for a lot. It really has. Um, there's been a lot of benefits. As a matter of fact, my wife used to give me crap all the time about making videos until I until I showed her, you know, there's money being made off of it. Now she leaves me alone. <laughs> <laughs> I think she just likes to harass me. New here. Are you guys veterans? Yes, I am. I'm not. Um, what's up, Mark? Do, 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 do. See. Awesome again. Thanks, guys, for taking your time to answer and give tips. Stay healthy. Talk to you soon. Thank you very much. Uh, thanks for all the comments on the videos, and uh, thanks for chiming in here. We've been going for an hour and 48 minutes. Who has better video editing, Spencer or Randy? Spencer. I don't know. Randy's been doing this for a while. And I, I totally leave a ton of bloopers in mind just because I don't feel like editing things out. I just try to slap some stuff together. Be happy you guys don't have to deal with cicadas next couple weeks. I'll be on X-Mark Stars with Beekeeper Suit. Oh, cicada. We get a lot of them around here. They're so loud. A lot of people don't know that's what they're called, but they just make that noise at nighttime, and you hear them everywhere. It's like this nonstop noise. Is that noise outside right now? No, that's crickets. Cicadas make this like loud, constant noise. Mm -hmm. I consider YouTube part of this too, but I am not making money at it. Yeah, they changed it. See, I got in when they didn't have all the restrictions. Um, now I think it is a thousand subscribers and four thousand viewed minutes or something, right? Is that what it is now? Two hundred before two hundred forty thousand viewed minutes in the last three hundred sixty-five days. A thousand subscribers and something else. Oh wow! See, yeah, they definitely changed it since I got in, which is like um, four thousand hours worth of. Uh, which I did the math on it a while ago to see if I was close. And that was back in December. I was really close and now things have really started to pick up for me. Yeah. They've changed it a lot since I got in. It didn't, uh, it wasn't always that way. Um, let's see. I only have 500 so far. I need to get that 100. 1,000. We got the huge 17 year cicada swarm in the next couple of weeks. Thanks for serving our USA. Um, <clears throat> yeah, we're going to, 
I think we're getting close to wrapping this up. Yeah, we're coming up. We're at an hour and 50 minutes. Um, I thought this was going to be a half an hour thing. That's what you said when we did the interview. I told you. The time flies by when you do these. We're going to cut it off at two hours. So Spencer's going to have to go and buy me a new chair. He keeps breaking it anyway. Are we free? They sell these chairs? Wow, you got really short all of a sudden, Spencer. Uh, In the comments, do you guys want to drop when you think we should do another one of these or what we should talk about, any topics that we can prepare for or when, how often should we do them? I kind of like to know that and get a feel for it, at least now before we leave while you're all still here. Yeah. 60 of you still in the – in here, which is more than we've had at any point. So yeah, well, I think our highest we're up to seventy-two 70 people. Um, and there an hour was, and a half in. Yeah, there was. Uh, I really didn't expect more than twenty-five or thirty people. I was thinking because I mean it was just kind of a last-minute thing when I put the post up earlier that we were going to do this. I didn't give you guys much warning, but uh, we're definitely very, very grateful, very thankful to all you guys for coming in here. It means a lot to us that you would take time out of your evening to come and hang out with us. But yeah, um, if if you guys would like uh, like us to do more of these, we can definitely do these. Um, what day of the week works good for you? I mean, yeah, weekdays are kind of tough. I think weekends are good. Saturday night, Sunday night. I mean, I think Sunday night's kind of a chill. Everyone's kind of just waiting for money to roll around. Yeah. So I mean, I, I before we all leave, I just want you to get another uh, get your opinion in. Yeah, we'd like to know what you guys think, um, and we can. Uh, we can definitely we can get uh, Spencer's brother to chime in, and maybe he can pop in for one. Uh, he knows a lot of other aspects of the business. Um, he handles one part of the business. Spencer handles another part, so they they have their own areas. Um, but we can definitely do more of these if you guys are interested in them. Um, do it often. Playing on my eighty-two inch TV and commenting <laughs> on the phone—that's awesome. That's awesome. Um, right. uh, remember the guys that are in this. Uh I am doing a giveaway. Help me get to 1,000 subscribers. I put a video out earlier today, only about a minute long, saying I'm going to be giving away a T-shirt and a hat to uh, the lucky winner. We enter the giveaway. <clears throat> Go to my channel. There's a video I posted this afternoon, April 10th. Um, comment down below, giveaway 2021. That's going to enter you in the giveaway. Um yeah, limit one per video. You can only comment on videos that I posted today and beyond. No videos that have already been previously posted. I will have another video coming out soon on our power shoot on our right ZK. And that also tells you uh, that also tells you how to get in. Limit one per person per video. So you guys want to jump on that. I have uh, probably about 10 or 11 of you. Randy just put a link to it. I don't know. Is that link, yeah. link going to work? Yeah, that link goes right to your ch- right to your channel. Okay, that link I just put up, I put it up. Um, it's right It's right across here. Let's see, if, you it's see, it. Let's okay. see if it's an active link. Yeah. Somebody want to tell me if that's an active link, if that works, if you click on it. I just posted in the comments. That is a direct link right to Spencer's channel. Um, if you guys uh, want to go subscribe to him, he's at almost a thousand subs, like he said. So that's his goal. That's what he's trying to get to. Um, yeah, definitely. We're not going to do Sundays. That's uh, Mark and Vicky from Mark's Misfit World. Um, that's his. Uh, oh, Mark commented. It works. Okay. Um, yeah, I think it works in the chat, but it doesn't work on the the picture screen. Yeah, yeah, it won't work. Click on, on it in the chat. It won't work on this one up here on the screen, but yeah, in the chat it'll work. Um, it's active. If it you works. Do more, you need to get some mods that you trust. 
keep the trolls. Well, the trolls like what? K KCL or KLC? Yeah, Ken. Um, yeah. Karen. You know what? I really I used to do some lives uh, a few years ago, and uh, I did set moderators for that. Um, and I can at any time, like I can click on any one of you right now and make you a moderator right from this. It's I can do it instantly, or I can take that status away from you at the same time. So um, it's pretty it's pretty simple to do. Um, Thanks for letting us know it works, guys. Spencer, appreciate I just subbed to you. Thanks. Uh, thank you. Appreciate that. Um, but yeah, uh, definitely. We're trying to get Spencer up to a thousand subs. So he's pretty darn close um, right now. Um, but definitely go over there and check out. He just put up the video today. Um, Tim Freeman, I just yep. subbed. Tim, thank you. Uh, Richard, talking about the ZXT deck. If you look at the front of the There's deck, one. the back drops down. The front of the deck is an inch and a half lower, you're saying? Or at least the four inches are changing it flat. I have to double check and see what it looks like on mine. Thank you, Matt. Thank you, Tim, for subscribing. Make sure you guys get in that giveaway. Yep. Check out the video we just posted today. It's a really short one, but it talks about the giveaway um, that he's doing um, for when he hits a thousand subs. So you guys can get a Bow Enterprises hat and a t shirt. Um, you just got to get entered in. So it's from the video he posted today about the giveaway and then anyone he did after that. He has a bunch of stuff filmed. So over the next few days, he's going to be putting out some more videos. Um, hello, Andrew. Uh, David, subscribe too. Um, David, thank you. So he's, uh, you got to come on these videos and it tells you right in the video exactly how to do it. Just letting you know that I'm the guy who bought the pro slide from you. I'm putting it on my turf. Tracer. Oh, okay. J Jack. I must have put your name wrong. I think the email you sent me, uh, it was just the name of the email. That's what I put on there. Um, I think I sent you the tracking number. They said you were going to get it when, by Wednesday, I believe. Um, what's up, Andrew? Andrew, a little late to the party. We're about to wrap this up here in a couple minutes. Yeah, we're at uh, an hour and 56 minutes. We're going to close this out right at about two hours. So, um, there's so, actually a thing I can click that tells me what the max is we had in here. And I'm really curious because I know at one point it says 72, but for some reason I want to think it went higher. I don't, so what day of the week did you guys talk about for uh, – Alan, subscribe from Big Lawn, Big Sky Lawn. Thank Lawn you, Alan. What day of the week do you guys think that a good uh, live chat like this was good? I know. I think I saw somebody said Friday. Uh, what other days do you guys think are good? Randy, did you ever use the Echo PB400 blower? No, no, I haven't. I had an old Echo like 250 years ago when I first got started because it was cheap. And I bought it used off somebody. But the only Echo I have now is my 8010. And no, I am not buying the new 8010. Um, there's just the difference between the one I have and the new one is barely any difference. Um, it's not enough for me to upgrade. Uh, somebody put Friday or Saturday. A lot of people are putting Saturday, Saturday night. night. Saturday night, Some, Friday, A bunch Friday. of people putting Friday. So say between Friday, Friday and Saturday, Saturday night. Um, Why don't we start it on Friday at like 11 p.m. and then we'll just go right into Saturday. Yeah, there you go. There you go. I got plenty. Of, I got a whole fridge full of monsters. So, you know. No, no Tim Hortons out here. Anybody like Tim Hortons? Yeah, there Hortons? is. Where? That's empty. There's no Tim Hortons around. Uh, oh, yeah. The closest one is actually no man's land. where I live. My town is the closest one. Thanks, Richard, for subscribing. But, yeah, it's uh, challenge. What's that say? Challenge accepted. What's the challenge for? I don't know. Should I make a challenge? Is he talking about for going starting at 11 o'clock Friday night in the <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. But, uh. 
But yeah, um, we're definitely not doing Sundays because that's Mark's day from Mark's Misfit World. Go check out his live. He does it every Sunday um, late night. That was the challenge. Um, Saturday Night Live. Yeah, that's about right. Um, so, uh, hey, you could be Fire Marshal Bill. Saturday Night Live. Oh, man, he's chair again. He's going to have to do something. He's breaking Seriously, the chairs. Somebody get a Chevy logo. Got to love Timmy Hose. That's a Western Who New Yorker it? right there. Otherwise, or the guy that comments on my channel all the time about that? You're the reason I put that in my videos. What? Got to love Timmy Hose? I show the camera with the, the coffee every time. Somebody oh, always yeah. comments about it. Yeah. Hello from Rick's Mowing. Hello, Rick's Mowing. Yeah, but that's all. You guys got any final questions? Um, Fire Marshal Bill's on Living Call. Yeah, that's right. You're right. Um, so we got about a minute left, and we're out of here. You guys do great work. Countryside, great stripes. Thank you. Um, any last questions before we get out of here? Uh, we definitely want to thank you guys, all you guys that came in. We had a great turnout. 70-something, I think, was the highest. Um, I wonder how many people total that was. Yeah. I mean, we're at 55 right now. There's got to be a thing that can tell me in the end. I can click on somewhere that'll tell me what the highest was or the total or whatever. Um, but thank you guys. We greatly appreciate it. Um, I think you guys appreciate the videos. Um, we keep trying to put them out as much as we can. And now I have to unsub. I'm a Duramax guy. Uh, Listen, I got a Duramax. <laughs> he does have a Duramax. I wouldn't keep it um, very much longer. Great show, guys. Great live, y'all. Thank you very much. Um, but, yeah, we greatly appreciate you guys coming in. Uh, Spencer's got to go buy his his wife ice cream because uh, she, she requested she it in the beginning. I don't know if she's still in. Kendra, if you're still in, just put a thumbs up or something so we know you're here. Thank you. Great job. It's in. Oh, it's in your analytics. Okay. I knew Mark would know. He does a lot more lives than I do. Um, I'll definitely check out those analytics once we uh, end it here. I don't know if I can even get into it now. Um, Kendra's there. She yep, said hi. She's here. Yep, so she knows. Kendra, don't let him forget. He owes you ice cream. You got ice cream in the freezer. Oh, good Fair Lord, child. The good stuff. All right, guys, we're out of here. I'm closing this out. One last uh, time in this year. One chair. last time in this year. <laughs> time I lean back. Um, we're out of here, but uh, we will try to plan it for either Friday or Saturday. We'll give you like a two to three day heads up next time before we're going to do it. I'll let you know when we're going to do it. Um, maybe we'll try to do another one next week. What's her um, favorite ice? What's her favorite? What's her favorite? Her ice favorite? Oh, do you man. know it? Uh, it changes all the time. It used to be uh, chocolate peanut butter cup, but I don't know. She's under. She likes custard. Oh, boy. Custard's a famous thing in our area. No. So, um, Lander, thanks for answering the questions. Thank you for uh, coming on. We appreciate yeah, it, guys. Thanks, Patrick Green. You stuck around for a long time. Yeah, he's he's in every every video. Um, Two hours in. I think he's here for the whole thing. Yeah, every video that, that I put up, he comments. He's on it right there. He's uh, He's been a long-time subscriber for sure. He's been around a long time. Uh, Saturday works fine. Moose Tracks, that's good stuff. Um, but, yeah, uh, we like I said uh, – We'll try to plan one. Maybe we'll maybe we'll even do another one this coming week. Maybe we'll make it a regular thing if we can. It depends. Uh, schedule, I think I'm busy next weekend. Next schedule's week. Yeah, changed. I'm busy next weekend, so I would say probably at least two weeks. Yeah, so probably maybe about two weeks out we'll do another one. We'll plan it, but we'll give you guys like a two- or three-day heads up when we're going to do it next time. We'll post it on uh, on Instagram and on both of our YouTube pages. We'll make posts, and then you guys will know when we're doing it. But. Thanks again. We greatly appreciate it, guys, and we will see you guys in the next video.